The Windsor Greyhounds homecoming football game against South Callaway live to the field now with Clayton Radford and Spencer Edwards. Thank you very much, Brian, and welcome in everybody tonight to David Powell Memorial Field. As Brian said, their homecoming tonight. It's a beautiful night for football as the 4-0 defending state champ Windsor Greyhounds back here at home, and it feels good to be back at this uh, outstanding facility it really tonight does. after a three-game road trip. Yes, we've been we've been away from Windsor for a while, and, and it's glad to get the Greyhounds back home. It's homecoming, so it's a big celebration tonight because of the long road trip. Absolutely. Perfect time for homecoming, yeah. coming off of a three-game road swing. So uh, The weather's nice. It's not perfect. rainy. It's not cold. Yep. It's a great night to celebrate and uh, get these homecoming queens out and some beautiful cars I see setting over there. Yes. Um, and I, I know Richard's car is the red one over there. Um, but yeah. they'll be coming wheeling around here in a little bit. And, uh, That's right. Um, and we'll see those cars a little bit closer, and, and we'll find out who the homecoming queen is at halftime. And we'll try to pass that along right here on 95.3 KDKD as well. Well, Clayton, a little bit of change in the schedule. Uh, we kind of got word today, actually this afternoon, uh, I don't know when they officially made the decision, but originally we thought the opponent was going to be Slater tonight. Slater, yeah. But it is South Callaway, so the Bulldogs have made their way down from Callaway County, which is up by Columbia, and they decided to play Windsor tonight. Slater not able to play due to COVID reasons, and obviously South Callaway had to have a team drop as well right. due to COVID. So, you know, that's... Kind of the new environment we're in, even this year, we're still dealing with that, and even in 2021. But fortunately tonight, uh, Windsor able to get a game in. Yes, able to get a game in at least, and uh, uh, be able to be at home for homecoming. It'd be real terrible if they had all this planned all week long, celebrating, yeah. and uh, you know, come Thursday you you lose your opponent. Right. Uh, but l- able to get it put together, ready to go for tonight. It's going to be a good game. Don't know if uh, South Callaway is more competition than Slater is or not. We haven't seen Slater. Uh, looking at the records, though, I see a few uh, extra wins on the South Callaway side of things, So, uh, which projects to be a little bit better team. That's not putting Slater down. We just haven't seen them. We can only go off of what the record is. We don't know the caliber of teams that Slater has played, though, either. So um, we might have a little bit more of a competition tonight, which which is good, or, or it could go... Uh, one way or the other, you know, it could go could go south too for, for the other team. Not, not, I think the Greyhounds are are gonna prevent it from going south on them. Yeah, I think definitely Windsor's still favored in this ball game, and just hard to judge, as you said, the two wins that they have against Mark Twain and Louisiana. Those are smaller schools, mm-hmm. but just not sure uh, how competitive those teams are. But fortunately tonight, you are able to play. You don't lose a game. And boy, last week Clayton, what we saw from this Windsor team was. Typical Windsor football, 49-8 win. Uh, Cass Midway did not score until late in the game. That was against Windsor's JV. So for all intents and purposes, it was a shutout for Windsor. But the Greyhounds really looked good. They threw the ball well, uh, even though they did drop some potential touchdown passes. But they did still able to put up points. They had the dropsies a little bit. They missed quite a few key catches that would have just spread that lead out even further. But yet... um, there's some fundamentals there that they could have worked on this week for sure. We'll see how it is whenever they kick off here in just a few minutes. They're doing some introductions right now. Big sign out on the field that says, decades later, we're still rocking it. <laughs> Must and be the homecoming theme. It's the hum- homecoming theme. There's a yep. there's a boom box on there, a cassette tape. Um, Little 80s feel there. 80s for sure. Steve Stevens would be proud. He would be proud. You know, Steve's at home right now uh, enjoying his weekend, his time off. I allow him to take time off a few times <laughs> a week, and that's uh, about it because he's got to get back to it on Monday. 
Well, before we get going, I want to thank our outstanding Windsor Greyhound sponsors. They are Central Missouri Community Credit Union, Gary's Towing, Henry County Library, T.H. Rogers Lumber, Jams Creation and Boutique, State Farm, Greg Frenchkin, Windsor Furniture Company, Maryfield Pharmacy, The Boys Car Care Center, Windsor's Farmers Co-op, and Windsor Livestock Auction. We thank all those outstanding businesses for allowing us to cover the defending Class 1 state champs all yes. season long right here on KDKD. And, you know, I'm, I'm super, super impressed with the city of Windsor. I, I always have been. I always love this little town. Um, but whenever Clinton decided a week before regular season started that, hey, we're not doing a varsity, we're doing JV only, and it opened up our Friday nights to cover another team, we quickly came over here and we said, hey, if with your support we would be able to cover Windsor on the radio on Friday nights, it might only be one year, but would you like to hear your Windsor Greyhounds on the radio? They said, absolutely, we would love to hear it, and these these fine sponsors were able to pull it together and do it for us. We're super proud of them um, because they're super proud of these boys out here on the football field tonight. Absolutely. Well, about four minutes away here from kickoff, the Windsor Greyhounds looking to go to 5-0 and tonight with a win. We'll take a two-minute timeout and be back with the opening coin toss and the opening kickoff coming your way right after this here on KDKD. Gary's Towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. And we're back here in Windsor. Clay Rafford along with Spencer Edwards. Glad you could join us here for Windsor Greyhound football on 95.3 KDKD. Big shout-out to our producer back in studio, Brian, as uh, he is keeping us on air and keeping us rolling here tonight. We are at David Powell Memorial Field here in Windsor, Missouri, just off WW Highway. As uh, coin toss is taking place at the center of the field, Uh, like Spencer mentioned in our opening segment, uh, Windsor on Thursday found a replacement for the COVID-stricken Slater team, 
South Callaway comes in here tonight at, with a 2-2 two and two record against the Windsor Greyhounds 4-0 record. So we have an interesting game here tonight. It's a team that we didn't really have a chance to watch much tape on. Uh, the tape was probably crammed in uh, last night and uh, a little bit today, I'm sure. Sure they sure they hit the tape today pretty hard. Yeah, definitely. And that that will be something, you know, you, you come into a game like this where you just don't have the typical preparation time, but I, I think Coach Vinsel would tell you, hey, we're just really glad to be playing. Yeah. You know, and so especially uh, homecoming. Right. You put that out the window. You know, we're gonna play whoever wants to come play us and we'll go out and play Windsor Greyhound football as it looks like the Greyhounds did win the toss and they did elect to receive. Okay. So we will see that high powered attack. Clayton on the field first here tonight. Over 400 yards of total offense in that wow. game last week for the Greyhound attack. Most of that through the air as I well. I couldn't believe it myself. And then, you know, I, I've heard of these. Yeah. I've listened to the games on the radio. Um, I listened to, to the podcast, the Windsor Greyhounds uh, podcast on uh, the RMG Podcast Network. Um, I've heard you talking about it. I heard Doug talking about it. How this team really is a offense-producing team. You can't believe it until you see it, and when they put up 400 yards in a game and you see it happen unfold in front of you, it's it's a sight to see at this high school level. A lot of the pros don't even do 400 yards a game. Yeah, that's very tough to do. I mean, they are a well-oiled machine uh, on the offensive side of the football, and, you know, the thing is they just score from so many different ways, uh, so many different points on the field. You know, field position doesn't bother them, but they've really – Clayton turned into kind of more of a passing team. I noticed that. Me and Doug thought, well, they're going to be maybe run dominant because, you know, Dalton Witherspoon is so good running the football. But Dylan Witherspoon, I mean, this young man has thrown the football exceptionally well. And guys like Parker Craig, J.J. Hall, uh, Cody Combs have all stepped up receiving. And they are kind of these last three or four ball games turning into a team that said, we can gash you through the air if we have to. Right, exactly. And. Um, it's exciting to watch because every once in a while, if when you think they're going to hit a pass, they hit you with a run. When you think they're going to go run, they're going to hit you with a pass. So they're very versatile in that sense. Squib kick caught by the first man right there, met him at the line, picked it up at the forty-eight or forty-five yard line. I believe that was number forty-eight that caught the ball. That would have been where we're at here. Nope, that have been fifty-eight that caught the ball. Dustin Johnson received it right there. I thought it was going to bounce. I did too. And I'll tell you what, Dustin Johnson, he took a pop there i mean we i actually heard the pad pop uh i mean that was literally catch it boom got hit so dusty did a good job just protecting the ball there right well now under center witherspoon back shotgun position two receivers out wide hands to the first man through and now they're showing a run on the very first play from the line of scrimmage gets up for first down from the 45 into the other 45 Looks like they're going to place it right at the line. Looks like it's going to be marked a first down. That was a Dalton Witherspoon handed off. I did not see who he handed that off to. Yeah, it was Dalton. Dalton, yep. okay. Yeah, that's a Dalton Witherspoon special uh, right there. Off tackle, big gain of 11. Taking the snap now under center. Hands it off to number 18. He did not get back to the line of scrimmage. That was Parker Craig, sophomore for Windsor. Try getting back to the line of scrimmage. Was hit in the backfield and stopped. Loss of three on the play. He's going to bring up second and long, about second and 13. Yeah, that was the counter trap play. That was the reverse run to that opposite side of that previous play. The previous play, just an off-tackle run. Right. And that time, that allowed Callaway to get off their blocks a little quicker, and they made a nice play up front. Dylan hands it off right there to number 
30. That's Dalton. Dalton with a spoon. Breaks big. Goes down for first down. He's going down the first far line. 10, 5. Touchdown. Windsor Greyhounds gets on the board first here tonight. Big play for Witherspoon to Witherspoon. Of course, Dylan takes the snap, hands it off to Dalton. Dalton just cuts to the far side and up the field. He broke a hole, shed a tackle, and went up the field for a 45-yard touchdown run for Windsor Greyhounds. Explosive right there. That is just what we're accustomed to seeing. We were just talking about it in the pregame, and that's what you call a home run hitter right there. A young man can take it the distance, uh, 45 yards with ease, and, boy, just in a flash, Windsor on the board first in this ballgame. Back to two-point conversion, direct snap to Dalton Witherspoon. He comes to the near side, unable to shed a tackle. He's brought down at about the 10-yard line. Two-point conversion, no good. That was a nice play there by Christian Davis to make that play in the backfield. And very few times do you get a clean shot on Dalton Witherspoon in the backfield like that. So fortunately, uh, the Bulldogs, they're just thinking, man, we're just glad to keep them out on that two-point conversion. But, boy, when this offense gets going, look out below. Well, they puts the score on the scoreboard, 6-0. to zero. Your Greyhounds are up already early in this first quarter of action. We'll take a 30-second timeout back in 30 seconds right here on 95.3 KDKD. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. And we're back here in Windsor, Missouri. Clay Rafford along with Spencer Edwards got your play-by-play here tonight. Windsor kicking off after the touchdown. Squib quick here to the near side. It goes right through the hands of the up man. Goes to the near side and before going out of bounds, recovering for Windsor, I believe was number 21, sliding to save that ball was Peyton Witherspoon. Man, great play. The officials have a discussion here on the near side. We'll see what happens. Boy, this is going to be interesting, Clayton. And I'm not so sure the ball did touch him. I think the ball literally went right under his hands and right between his legs. There's the flag. And a late flag comes out. False start. False start on Windsor. On Windsor. Huh. But, yeah, I guess they're going to obviously say that that ball did not hit the the Callaway up man. Right on the 50-yard line, it went right through his legs. Yeah, he just whiffed. And that obviously would have been a live ball had he touched it. And Windsor did recover it, but it it was not touched by Callaway, so it went out of bounds. So they are going to say South Callaway football, it looks like. And they're going to get the ball placed right on their own 40-yard line to start their first drive of this game. 10.48 10.48 left to go here in the first quarter of action. Balls on the 40. First and 10 for Callaway. But I do. I think that was a good call. I, I don't really think the ball hit him. Uh, that was a nice play by the line judge to make the call because that was it happened so fast, it would have been really easy to uh, miss that. Some Sam Buckner under center. He hands it off to the first man through. That's number 29, Trace Helsell. Helsell falls forward for about 13 yards. Is that how you say that last name? Uh, what number? Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Yeah, yeah. Hessel. 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 Yeah, I'd say Hessel. Hessel. We'll say Hessel. Yeah. So now, Callaway has the ball. The Bulldogs on the Windsor forty-nine yard line, showing some pressure Buckner here. Under center, hands it off to the far side on the left-hand side. 
Hensel takes the ball up for a lot shorter gain this time. He only gets about four on the drive right up the middle. Yeah, and Windsor was blitzing off that near side. We saw uh, coming up over the left tackle there to show pressure was Caleb Eaton, but South Callaway actually ran to the opposite side, and fortunately for them, that allowed them to get some positive yards out of it because had they ran to the other way, would have been right into that blitz and probably would have been stopped for a loss. Second and six. Buckner under center. Hands it to the first man through again, but he keeps it. Fakes handoff. He keeps it. He rolls out to the far side. He hands it actually to a swing man. That's JT Thomas. Thomas picks it up in the backfield, falls forward for first down yardage and more. We'll see exactly where they spot. It looks like he might have picked up. He picked up six, seven, eight yards in that play. Brings up a first down for Callaway. They'll get the ball on the Windsor 37-yard line. They have three in the backfield. One, Two of them actually show tight end positions, but not down on the line. So man in motion, hands off to the first man. That's Hensel. Hensel will keep it. Fall forward for a gain of about four. Maybe got five or six on the play. I can't quite tell on the far side of the field. Windsor in their black uniforms tonight with gold numbers or white numbers, gold trim, and Callaway is in white and gray uniforms with uh, dark numbers across the way. Kind of hard to see on that far side of the field from our angle here in the press box. Callaway's running those outside trap plays here the first two series, and they've really got those reach blocks to where they've been able to spring two of those plays. Well, Buckner was able to draw the Greyhounds offsides five-yard penalty marking it off putting the ball down inside the 30 in Windsor territory 840 left to go here in the first the whole Bulldog team looking over to the sideline for the play yeah they're the kind of offense that really uses a lot of the play clock they want to chew that down and snap it with about five or six on there hands it off to the first man through that's JT Thomas on the far side he swings it out wide he comes from a back position, cuts across the backfield. That was that looked like a jet sweep there from the way that looked. Swung out to the far side, picks up first down and more all the way down inside the inside the 15, right around the 15. We'll see where they place the ball, right on the 15. Yeah, this good drive here for South Callaway. They're showing that, you know, we can be physical with this Windsor front. And right now the Windsor D-line getting pushed around a little bit, and they're uh, really having their way to run to the outsides uh, on this Windsor team, which you don't see very often. Buckner hands it off to Hensel. Hensel goes right up the middle, and he's being drugged all the way into the end zone. Touchdown, Bulldogs. Wow. That was Trace Hensel for Callaway driving right up the center and into the end zone. He took a few Greyhounds with him on his trip into the end zone from about 15 yards out. Yeah, that's a heck of a response there for South Callaway. I mean, they really lined up and, and did some smash-mouth football there and really out-tough Windsor on that series. So that's a really impressive drive. I mean, you just don't see Windsor get dominated up front uh, like that on that series. And they didn't throw a pass at no, all. No, didn't throw a pass at that all. That all on the ground. All on the ground. All those yards were gained the hard way. Extra point goes up, and it is good. It's through the uprights. Extra point good for South Callaway as they are up tonight, 7-6 to six here early in the first quarter. 
as we have Windsor Greyhound football right here on 95.3 KDKD. Back after this 30-second timeout. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. If they're forced to throw it. Welcome back here to David Powell Memorial Field. 8-13 left in our first quarter. And first time Windsor's been behind Clayton in these first four games of the season. Trailing yeah. here 7-6 to six as the South Callaway Bulldogs just march that ball down the field. About an eight-play drive. They cap it off with a nice touchdown run. And they have themselves the lead. Now the Bulldogs back to kick off. Pezzled the kicker for the Bulldogs. Weird step, puts the ball in the air, end over end, goes right to the back man. I believe that is number 10 for your Greyhounds. That's J.J. Hall. Hall has a hole. He's going to the far side. He sees another hole. He makes a cut to the outside, and he's dragged down all the way deep into Callaway territory. He might have got down to the 23-yard line. Wow, great return. He fielded that ball about the uh, their own 25, took it all the way. Down to the other 25 on the end of the field. Beautiful return there for your Windsor Greyhounds. Yeah, they had that wedge set up perfectly and all day run. And now, uh-oh, J.J. goes down over on that far side. And, and they're walking the ball all the way back. Was there a flag on the field that I did not see? Yeah, I did not see one, Clayton. But Hall went down there for a minute. Now he's up running off the field under his own power. So not sure if he thought he Great. was going to cramp up there. Or what, but good to see J.J. Well, that's some excellent speed, but they had that very well blocked, but they did. There's a flag of some sort. Yeah, they must have called a block in the back on Windsor because they just marked this football back off. Right back where he received it on the 25-yard line. So wow. all that excitement, scratch that. It's still a great return by Hall. Yeah, don't definitely. Get me wrong. Yeah, that, that's a, never saw a flag come out. All for nothing. And never, Yeah, and never saw the signal, but I'm assuming it was a block in the back. Typically, you get that on kick returns like that that go for big yards. Witherspoon under center. Puts a man in motion. Hands it off to that man. That's uh, up man, Parker Craig. Craig will swing to the far side. Find a hole. Break a little hole. Maybe gets eight, nine yards on the play. He got stopped, made a move, got out of the situation, and was able to fall forward for a few extra yards there. Brings up a short second down for the Greyhounds at about the 35-yard line. Yeah, Parker Craig is really developing into a, a really good second option in the backfield for this Windsor team so far. Uh, you get kind of that one-two combo with him and Dalton back there. We've seen a little bit of Seth Roberts as well in the backfield, but they're giving him some more touches these last couple games. Now hands it off. Witherspoon hands it off to Dalton. Witherspoon. Witherspoon falls forward easily for the first down. It was second and inches. They got that. They picked about five on the play. Brings it up to the 40-yard line. Oh, they were they did they gave him the first down on that last drive. So now it brings up a second and five. I didn't see the chain gang move out there. So second and five. Seven oh five left to go here in the first quarter. Witherspoon takes a snap. He rolls out to the near side, looking for a man downfield. He's getting pressure in the backfield. He drops more yards, more pressure coming. He's running out of the pressure on the far side now, going coast to coast, side to side. He falls forward for a loss of about three on that play. As he tried getting back to the line of scrimmage, but just unsuccessful to do that. He's back at the 
43-yard line. Yeah, really good defense there by Callaway. They had everybody covered in the middle of the field, and Dylan, you know, he's so mobile, he rolls back away from the pressure, but he ran a long way to not, long way. To not gain a lot. So this big third down here, yeah. Clayton, for Windsor, and, you know, this South Callaway team, you know, they're showing – so far, obviously a lot of football left, but they're showing, hey, we're here to play tonight against the defending state champs. Third and seven, Witherspoon in the backfield. He takes the uh, takes the ball, puts it in the air. He's a tackle, but, man, he made the catch here on the near side. That's Dylan Witherspoon. Dylan breaks a few moves down the field. He's on the near side all the way into the end zone, but I do see a flag or two on the field. There's a, one at the midfield, and there's one here up here on the 40-yard line as well. But, man, Witherspoon caught that. Witherspoon. Dylan was under pressure in the backfield. Dylan was came open here on the near side with all that pressure going in the backfield. He just chucked one up there. Dylan caught it, or excuse me, Dalton caught it and ran all the way for about a 60-yard touchdown run. But there's flags on the field. It looks like the ball is coming back. Greyhounds, uh, I don't know if they're offsetting penalties or yes. if they're both against Windsor. It's going to be a big call here, but, man, here we go. Got an eligible downfield and a block in the back. Uh, as well, and I'm assuming both of those are on Windsor. They got Peyton Witherspoon for the block in the back, and Peyton was really unhappy. He was trying to plead his case on that, and now Coach Vinsel going to go out onto the field to have a word with the officials. But that's kind of an odd. Uh, on the first call, it was an eligible receiver downfield, I think. I mean, somebody didn't report as eligible, and that was kind of a screen, but was more just kind of a, you know, Block in the back was going to be the official call. Block in the back, but they just pointed towards Callaway. For the so that's interesting. You don't typically see a block in the back on the defense on a play like that. So they actually had offsetting penalty was declined. The first penalty was declined. So actually, they will get some yards out of that Clay. But uh, wow, that was confusing. The touchdown. The touchdown will not stand. Touchdown won't stand. It'll yeah. come back due to penalties due to the offsetting penalties. Right. They're still trying to figure out where to spot it. But now, they're still moving yeah, the ball. Now they're going to bring it back to midfield. The official had moved it all the way inside Callaway territory to the forty. The ball was originally on the Greyhounds thirty-seven yard line. Now it's placed at midfield, right between the hashes. Yeah, it was an eligible downfield on Windsor and then blocking it back on South Callaway. So two really odd types of penalties for that play to be called. But uh, And, you know, Peyton was right. Peyton was like, I didn't block him in the back. So he, he was right all along. He's the guy that actually got blocked into the back. Right. He didn't do the blocking in the back. But all still, right. big call there because it does wipe away a touchdown. Wipes it away. Dalton Witherspoon, or excuse me, Dylan Witherspoon under center. Dylan takes the snap. Hands it off to Dalton. Dalton makes a cut move to the outside. Stumbles in the backfield, but able to correct himself. Get upfield. Depth field for at least nine. Depends on where they spot this. They might have got first down yardage. Looks like they did. They got a 10-yard run there for Dylan. Dylan really, or excuse me, Dalton. Dalton really broke out. Stumbled in the backfield. Was able to correct himself. But he was under pressure as soon as he got that ball in the backfield, but made a great move and got upfield. That's the thing, though, with Windsor. Yeah, it's disappointing. You get the touchdown wiped away, but the way this Windsor offense operates, they're, you know, saying, hey, it's next play. We're going to come right back and, and come right back at you. The referee, center ref, uh, the white hat, stops the play. Yeah, here's where we need our sideline reporter, Clay. Yeah. We need somebody down there to tell us. Cause, What's going on? Because yeah. the ref stopped the clock. Something to do with the clock. Pulled out, and yeah. they're trying to get things adjusted there on the field. But, yeah, it looks like they got it. Clock's running. 
Dillon comes up to the line with Dalton right beside him. Shotgun to position. Looks like it's going to be a direct snap to Dalton here. Dalton takes that direct snap, cuts to the right side, breaks up the middle for a short gain, but I think he got enough to get the first down. It was two in inches. Yeah, good job there by Dalton, keeping that pad level even and got the forward progress I think he needed by a little more than the nose of the football. So good job by Windsor to convert. That's an old Miami offense right there, the Wildcat. Yes, indeed. Old Ronnie Brown days. Yes. And Ricky Williams. Don't forget about Ricky. That's right. Ricky, those two guys were. He went up to Canada to play. <laughs> those guys were dynamite when they were on the field together. Yes. Dylan back under center now. Shotgun position. Not under center, excuse me. Uh, pitches it out to oh, he's got Dalton. Dalton throws it downfield. Gunned it all the way downfield out wide open as J.J. Hall. J.J. was wide open about the 10-yard line. Caught the ball. Walked it into the end zone. Touchdown, Greyhounds. Your Gwinter Greyhounds go up another six points. 12-7 here in the first quarter of action. Getting ready to come back out for a PAT. And I mean wide open. I mean, there was not anybody within 15 to 20 yards. And I'll tell you what. That was a blown coverage by South Callaway. I mean, there was just somebody that got lost in coverage. They'd done such a good job in pass defense the previous couple plays. But right there, I mean, Hall is just standing there so wide open. A great pass to him by Dalton. Sometimes when the guy's that wide open, it's sometimes kind of hard to get it to him. You know, you're worried about maybe aiming a little bit too much, but he put it right on target. 40-yard touchdown pass there for Dalton, you don't see that a whole lot out there, but Dalton was able to get the touchdown pass. Yeah, and Dalton just threw a pick there, though, on the two-point conversion, Clay. He was rolling out. It was a toss sweep to him. Then he tried to throw it, so it was basically another halfback pass, but it is intercepted. So South Callaway does hold on the two-point conversion and keeps it at a 12-7 lead now for Windsor as they respond right back. 5.19 to go here in the first quarter. We'll take a 60-second break back with the kick after this. No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You you can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. Back here at Windsor High School, Clay Radford along with Spencer Edwards as we got the action here at Windsor's 2021 homecoming game as the Greyhounds are currently with the lead 12-7 over the South Callaway Bulldogs. After that touchdown, Windsor goes to kick it, but offsides is called. We'll kick it again, but back it up another 5 or 10 yards. We'll see where they place it. Looks like they back it up 5 yards. They'll be kicking it off from their own 35. Yeah, a little sloppy here early. You know, we've seen uh, several big penalties on both sides. That's the second time Windsor has been called for an offside on the kick. So I know Coach Vince will want to clean that up, uh, particularly if this game stays close, which it certainly is right now. 
All right, so Windsor lines up, goes to kick it. All three goes up. They stop. One kicks. Kick goes way back over the heads of the defender. He reaches up to grab it, but it bounces all the way back down to like the two-yard line. Making a stiff arm, but still there to drag him all the way down for Windsor. I could not see who that was. I think it was number 50 over there for the Greyhounds. 58, Dusty Johnson. Johnson yeah. over there, wow. It's a great play by Dusty, covering a lot of ground on that uh, to run him down and make that play, so excellent job. And was able to stop him instead yeah. of breaking he was on the, He was on his way outside to make a big play, but Johnson was there to stop him. So the Greyhounds back out on defense. Bulldogs will get the ball about the 15-yard line. This is by far South Callaway's worst field position of the game so far as right. well. So they'll start on the fi their own 15. Buckner with two in the backfield. Puts a man in motion, hands it off to the first man through. That was Hensel. Hensel falls forward for three or four. Run right up the middle. Not much doing there. The Greyhounds able to stop him after a gain of about three. And we'll see, you know, Callaway has not been forced to throw yet, but if Windsor's defense, I think they're going to get stronger up on the D-line as this game goes on, and they're going to figure that out a little bit. So the key is, I think right now, can South Callaway, if they're forced to throw it, can they throw, can the, they foot throw? Right. Can they throw the football? I mean, they have not thrown a single pass as of yet because they really haven't had to, but if Windsor can shut that down, they can make it more difficult. Buckner keeps the snap. He hands it off to the man running around the outside. That looks like it is number 31, J.T. Thomas. Once again, Thomas will go to the far side, head north, and be brought down after a gain of about three. Brings up a third and third and three. You know, in this South Callaway team, Clayton, they don't even show you a passing look. I mean, no. everything is real tight. They've got just one flanker receiver out to the far side, two wingbacks and a tailback real tight. So they don't spread you out at all. It's, real, it's going to be a run game. Yeah, it's real. It's what worked for them on the first drive. Right, it's real compact. Buckner trying to get the hard count to get him to jump. Five seconds on the play clock. Man jumps and the whistle blows dead. I did not see, but it looked Time, like timeout. timeout. Yep. They're getting close on the play clock, so Callaway calls a quick timeout. We'll do the same. Back in 30 seconds to Windsor High School right after this. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! Go Greyhounds. That's right. We are here in Windsor, Missouri for your defending state champions, the Windsor Greyhounds. It's homecoming after being on a road trip for the last three games, and uh, we're glad to be back home in Windsor with this play-by-play -play action here tonight as they host South Callaway. South Callaway uh, made their announcement that they're playing Windsor on Thursday after Slater went down with, um, who is their original scheduled opponent for tonight, um, went down with COVID, and then South Callaway came in. The Bulldogs here tonight. Now they're showing a receiver out here to the near side, one to the far side. So a different look here. They must have heard your uh, your analysis there, Spencer. Yeah, one extra receiver, and here's our first pass of the night for Buckner him. Buckner rolls in the backfield and is dropped. 
Oh, I don't think passing is going to be their thing tonight. <laughs> yeah, you can maybe see why they don't try to pass because the line, boy, the protection broke down in a hurry. I think Corbin Terry, Coleman Fowler, a uh, couple guys back there for Windsor to make that sack. So that's an outstanding job. Much better job that series by Windsor's defensive line. They right. did not give uh, hardly anything at all. So Buckner brings it back to the line. One receiver to the far side, one to the near side. A high snap oh. for the punt. Way oh. over his head. He rolls in the end zone. He just chucks it downfield. The Hail Mary. And try getting to the up man. That was number 25, Jacob Bosey. Bosey was unable to catch the ball. Great defense by Windsor. So Windsor will get the ball at about the 19-yard line. Great field position to start for the Greyhounds. Absolutely, and that's the first major blunder for South Callaway. And that's what, you know, if they want to stay in this game, you cannot have plays like that against a team of caliber of Windsor. Uh, that's a major mistake. Snap was sailed over his head. And now, Windsor, this is a, a prime opportunity here to uh, Quick punt. points. And you just gave Windsor a little daylight. So that's yeah. the thing. If you're South Callaway, you just let Windsor uh, up off the hook there. I thought that was still third down, so I was thrown off yeah. by the punt. So... First and ten for the Greyhounds sends it off to Dalton Johnson. Dalton cuts up the, or excuse me, Dylan Johnson. Dalton, excuse me, Dalton goes up the line, out to the far side. Looks like he rolls out for maybe the first down. Can't quite tell. Yeah, that was actually Dylan, I think, on the keeper oh, there. On the keeper, okay. Yeah, so he did get the first. It's hard to get Dylan yeah, and Dalton Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah, Dalton. One is three and one is thirty. Dalton's <laughs> thirty and Dylan is three. So just remember, quarterback, running back. Yeah. But that's a great job there on that blocking scheme to the edge. That was big Marshall Mankiti, and not too many guys are going to be able to get off of a block of Marshall Mankiti out there. First and, and goal. Sprung the play. Dylan in the shotgun, then walks up under center, takes a snap, pins it off to the second man by. That was uh, Parker. Dalton. Parker or, was it Dalton? Yep. Dalton. Yep. All right, so that's Dalton Witherspoon out for a nine-yard touchdown run. I thought it was uh, Parker Craig there again, but it, that was – Dalton Witherspoon taking the snap from the far side of the field, cutting it over here to the near side and into the end zone for another Greyhound touchdown. And he was pretty much untouched. That was just great blocking again. That time they ran the play to the opposite side off the weak side with the left tackle making that block. And uh, good job out there by Terry. So Windsor, you know, that's the thing. You make a mistake, Windsor's going to capitalize on it. And uh, that really swings the momentum in a hurry. And, and, you know, Callaway's going to look back at that botched punt and probably kick themselves because uh, that was a big swing in Windsor's favor. Well, Windsor comes out to run the two-point conversion. They line up in that, what do you, what do you call that? Swinging gate. The swinging gate, yep. uh, two-point conversion formation, and uh, Callaway calls the timeout. I don't think they've ever seen that before. Yeah, I think <laughs> uh, Windsor may have taken this Oh, did Windsor take play. timeout? Yeah, I think okay. Windsor takes this one and talk it over. I can't see the scoreboard very uh, well. So they have, well, they actually they don't have the timeouts up there now, but okay. uh, Windsor should have three left. Uh, I think that's their first. So this is a situation. I think Coach Vinsel just wants to just get things set. They may not go to the swinging gate this time, uh, but the last two-point conversion didn't work out so last well. Last two of them didn't yeah, work out. Yeah, last well. two. They ran the halfback pass on the last one. It was picked off. So he may be saying, hey, let's get things squared away here. Let's talk this over a little bit extra and, and get this in because this is important here. You can push this lead out uh, you know, with a two-point score, and you know that can let teams hang around. That's yeah. the other thing if you can't. Uh, clean those extra points up and get those two points. 
or field goals, which in Windsor's case it's mostly two pointers. Right. Uh, that allows a team to kind of hang in a little bit, and then if it's keep still, it closer, yeah, keep it close, exactly. And if it's close at the end, uh, you look up that scoreboard and think, man, had we gotten a couple of those two point conversions, that could have been the difference in the game. Now Windsor comes up right in the middle of the field. Witherspoon under center takes it. He rolls to the far side himself. He keeps it. He pumps it. He dives into the end zone in for the two-point conversion. Wow, that's a uh, good quarterback keeper. He pump faked it, psyched them out a little bit, ran it right into the end zone. Touchdown. Two-point conversion is good for the Windsor Greyhounds. Makes it a 20-7 ball game with 227 here at Windsor High School. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Right after this from Windsor High School. Okay, I'll see that and raise ya. A gambler may understand the stakes. An equipment dealer may carry a specific piece of gear. And a banker may understand loans, but no one understands the very specific needs of a farmer quite like other farmers. At Farmers Co-op in Windsor, we're dedicated to helping you with the critical purchases that keep systems operating until you can get the harvest to market. From grain, feed, fertilizers, and fuel to marketing and financing, visit Farmers Co-op in Windsor. We're back here in Windsor, Missouri. Clay Raffer along with Spencer Edwards, your play-by-play here tonight. As Windsor just puts it in, and then also the two-point conversion is good as well. 20 to 7 is your score with 227 left to go in the first quarter of action. Windsor setting the ball up on the tee, kicking it off on the 40 yard line. Yeah, that one all set up, of course, by the high snap on the punt. And, and Windsor uh, really had, you know, a lot less field to work with there. And it, it paid off, but they capitalized on it and added to the lead. The Bulldogs will receive it in the backfield at about the 5 yard line, bringing it out to the 25 yard line. is number seven back there to receive four. South Callaway was Jacob, or excuse me, was Christian Davis. Davis runs it out to about the 25-yard line. Set up shot for the third time here tonight. On the first drive, they drove it down the field for a touchdown. Second one, they didn't do much offense at all and got caught up with a four and out and was able to uh, turn it over to Windsor. And Windsor, of course, capitalized on both those plays that they were able to uh, get the lead here where they're at, 20-7 to here in the first. Nice tackle there by Seth Roberts on special teams. And I've been impressed with Seth. He's been one of those guys that's been kind of interchangeable this year. They've used him at running back. He's good on special teams. He's just a sophomore, but he'll be a factor in the years to come. Buckner takes the snap, hands it off to Thomas. Thomas runs to the far side. He might not have gotten back to the line of scrimmage. A few of the Greyhounds in there on the tackle. Loss of one and a half, I would say. Bring up second and 11. And this is a series right here where, you know, the Bulldogs, they're going to be have, they're going to maybe have to come out of their game plan a little bit. You know, you're down now a couple scores. It gets a lot more tricky uh, the further and further you get behind. Uh, are they willing to stretch the field at all? Because Windsor, they're loading the box. I mean, they're just putting eight, nine guys up there and daring them to throw. Once again, Buckner snaps it off. Running downfield, finding a hole, breaking downfield for a large gain is Forstner. Fortner, excuse me, Donnie Fortner breaks out, finds a hole right up the crease there. He falls forward for a gain about 15 on the play. Brings it all the way up to the 43-yard line of Callaway. Yeah, and they didn't have any problems running against an eight-man front there. I no. Mean, they're, they're just like, here, we're, we're sticking with it. We're just going to run right at you. They're putting different men in the backfield, looking at a few yeah. different looks. Went out wide this time to the near side. 
Couple flags on the play. Looks like Windsor might have jumped offline. Discussion at midfield there between the side judge and the white cap. False start against Callaway. So we'll back him up. Back him up five yards. Puts him inside the 40. Back to the 38-yard line. First and 15 for the Bulldogs. Going the wrong direction here, Spencer. Yeah, not a, a good series here. Their last two series have, have just not been very good. But boy, After that, looking very impressive on yeah, the first. Yeah, the first series. I mean, they took it right down the field and, and scored with ease. But this Windsor defensive line, uh, they're just loading it up. They're getting off the ball a little bit quicker, and they're making it tougher to run. Right up the center goes Thomas. Thomas gets to the line of scrimmage, but he's met by a wall of greyhounds. The hounds push him back. Man, Keaty and Johnson both in on the stop, and that's where you get this good gang tackling yep. by Windsor. You get three or four guys around the football, and you know most of the successful runs tonight for South Callaway have been to the outside on off-tackle plays, not in between the tackles. Uh, but, I mean, you go right into one of the best defensive lines in the state if you run in between those tackles. If you have any shot at all at running against Windsor, you have to run to the outside. Second and 13, they do it right here. They patch it to the outside. That is Donnie Fortner once again. Fortner goes out to that outside, maybe got back to the line of scrimmage, maybe. We'll see where they mark the ball. He got back to the original line of scrimmage, it looks like. Bring up third and ten. With 30 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. The ball on the 48-yard line of the Bulldogs. Two receivers to the near side, one to the outside. Flag once again. False start. Offense are backing up again, right back to where they were. Getting a little anxious out there. They had a, a play that went for a little bit of yards, and the boys got excited. They got a little nervous out there, one of the two. Yeah, we've had several penalties in this uh, first quarter so far. It's a long first quarter. Yeah, which is why it's it's definitely slowed the clock down for sure. So, but yeah, South Callaway getting a little anxious, you know, and sometimes that's what a seven eight man front will do. You know, you, Windsor's loading it up, uh, expecting the run, and you know those old linemen for the Bulldogs are getting a little antsy. Third and fifteen, couple of receivers out wide, one in motion. Buckner looking the pass downfield, and it's intercepted, picked off. By the Greyhounds right there to pick it off for the Greyhounds was number 10 for your Hounds, J.J. Hall. He kicked the interception about the 45-yard line, falls forward to about the 49 before he's brought down. Man, beautiful play. He read that quarterback the whole way. He waited the pounce, and he jumped up, picked it out of the air, and they placed the ball on the 50-yard line. So a five-yard return on that interception. Great play by the Greyhounds. Yeah, Buckner forced that into double coverage, and Hall just sitting right there waiting. And that's where, you know, Callaway, they do not want to throw if they don't have to. They're not comfortable, and you see why. You know, if they right. have to throw deep, they tend to force it, and it played uh -oh. right into Windsor's hands. Windsor fumbled the snap. That's Witherspoon. That's uh, Dylan picking it up off the ground and trying to just get back to the line of scrimmage. He might have went out of bounds here on the near side after the fumble snap. Um Loss of about maybe a yard on the play. Brings up second and 11 for the Greyhounds. Uh, Dylan looking over at Coach saying, hey, he pulled me down by the mask, Coach. Come on, keep an eye on that for me, would you, Coach? Coach Vinsel, of course, uh, bringing the team over, calls the timeout. Guess uh, rallying the troops as we just have a few, actually no seconds left in the first quarter. So we're going to go ahead and uh, take a 60-second timeout when we come back in 60 seconds. Spencer Edwards will be here with the play-by-play. -play. It's coming up right after this. 
At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road, or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. Spencer Edwards, Clay Radford back with you here from David Powell Memorial Field. We go to the second quarter. Winds are in control right now, 20-7. to 7. Greyhounds with the football here, second down and 11 at their own 49. They've got four wide receivers. Draw play for Dylan Witherspoon here, trying to angle right, and he is dropped right at the line of scrimmage. Actually, maybe a loss on that play, Clayton. By half a yard, maybe. He struggled to get back to the line of scrimmage. He was quickly met in the backfield. Back there for the Bulldogs, number seven, that's Christian Davis, he made a play earlier in tonight's game, but he was able to step up there and uh, stop him in the backfield. That's a great play by Davis for sure, and very hard to bring down one-on-one as Dylan Witherspoon, and he was able to solve the equation there, so that (laughs) backs him up. Actually, they did say he just barely got back to the original line of scrimmage, so third down and 11 here, four wide receivers set, dropping back, rolling right as Dylan Witherspoon firing the pass, it is going to be caught, but does he have the first down as J.J. Hall makes the catch just short of the 40? Ooh, that was, that's close, that's real, Yeah. He oh, did, they're placing the ball way back at the yeah, I don't know that he 47 yard line. He didn't get a great spot. No spot at all, he caught the ball and was driven backwards, wow. So two yards shy of the first down, it's going to be fourth down at a long, actually a long three here. Ball is at the South Callaway 43, and it looks like Windsor's going to go for this. They're going to run the bunch set, three backs up behind center. Going to try to misdirect who takes the snap. They're going to direct snap it. I think Craig, first man through, he's going to pound his way, and, boy, I don't know, it's going to be close. It's going to be real close right out there. Wow. Craig just got the ball and just was cramming his way. He got stopped <laughs> but made a sidestep and gained a few extra yards there. I thought he was going to be stopped well short, but he was able to fall forward for the first down, get all the way down to the 39. Boy, he just barely got it. Fought for every yard. He did. And, yeah, he that was literally a play where he had to keep those legs churning to get every last inch. So the drive stays alive for Windsor. First down and 10, ball at the South Callaway 39. Under center here, Dylan Witherspoon going to give it back up the middle to Craig, and he's going to pound his way. Nice gain here up over the 35, down to about the 32. Going to be close to another Windsor first down. Windsor rushing to the line, had the same set there. One receiver out here to the near side, but nothing to the far side. Kind of that bunch formation, kind of like Callaway was doing there early in the first quarter. And Coach Vinsel, he's changing it up here. Kind of a little bit of a no huddle. Second down three from the 32 as Witherspoon under center going to give it to Dalton. Cuts back to the left, and he's brought down right at about the 30-yard line. Short gain on the play. Another nice tackle up front by the Bulldogs. By freshman Zach Wright, number 81, out there with the stop. Good play for the freshman, able to get over there and pull him down. So uh, he he read where Witherspoon was going. 
jumped on them and pulled them down. Brings up a big third down and a yard here for Windsor. Ball right at the South Callaway 30-yard line. Windsor leading it 20-7. to 9.17 to go here in the first half. Peyton Witherspoon going to be a wing back to the right. They've got Hall tight to the formation on the right. They're going to motion Peyton across the formation. They fake it to him, give it back up the middle to Dalton, and he is going to be brought down wow. at about the 29 shoestring tackle. And we'll see it. This one's going to be close too, Clay, but I think they just gave it to him. Dalton cut inside. Cena, he had nowhere to go. Cut back out to the outside and fell forward for not very because he was like you said, tripped up with the shoestring and was able to fall forward for the first down. Barely got it, but they got it nonetheless. Oh, so those are back-to-back first downs where Windsor had very, to fight for them. Definitely. Very fortunate to get those. So first down and 10 from the South Callaway 28. Back to pass, rolling out left. Dylan Witherspoon going deep into the end zone, and it is caught for the touchdown. That is Cody Combs. Cody Combs, beautiful play right there from the 29-yard line, 29-yard pass. To Combs. Oh, man, what a throw by Dylan Witherspoon. He rolled out. I tell you, this kid is so fun to watch rolling out when he throws the football on the run. And, I mean, that ball was placed beautifully. And Cody Combs with his third touchdown catch of the season, and it's 26-7. to Windsor extends the lead. You know, that play action was able to get him in the backfield, just lobbed it up there perfectly right into the hands of Combs to put six on the board for Windsor. I mean, this Windsor team, they are explosive. As they run the swinging gate, direct snap to Dillon, tries to pitch it to Dalton, and he is brought down, so that play had no chance. And Dalton, a little frustrated there, didn't have any blocking up front, so they are... Uh, that's the third time now, third I think. Third time, yes, yeah, third sir. Third time they've been stopped on the two-point conversions. So they are having a rough go of that, but that's been about it tonight. Windsor, uh, where they've not been able to score, has been on those two-pointers, but they still lead it 26-7. to 8.36 to go in the first half. We'll be back in 30 seconds with the kick after this on KDKD. Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. 836 left in our first half. Beautiful night here in Windsor, Missouri, 26-7. Windsor Greyhounds trying to go to 5-0 with the win here tonight, taking on 2-2 South Callaway. Just had an outstanding pass from Dylan Witherspoon to Cody Combs for six, but the two-point conversion no good. So Windsor now one of four on two-point conversions tonight as they kick off. Nice boot here is going to drive the return man back to about the 10-yard line, but he's got a lane now around the right side, up over the 35, over the 40 to the 42. That's that, Fortner once again. Yeah, nice return for Fortner. But this is really a situation now, Clayton, where South Callaway, they're behind the eight ball. If they yep. want to come back, uh, they really need points right now because Windsor, they smell blood in the water right now. Absolutely, and, and coming out is, you know, the Greyhounds, they, they on defense, they've been able to, Shut Callaway down. They've seen it. They, they've been able to do it. Yeah, the first drive turned in points for Callaway, but now that Windsor's seen it, ever since then they've been able to shut them down. Yeah, Bulldogs made that first series look really easy, marched it down in eight plays, all on the ground and scored, but since then no points as they 
Come up under center. Buckner going to hand off Fortner off around the right side and turns the corner up over the 45 across midfield. They're going to give him, I think, the Windsor 49, yeah. so a nice gain. Real nice gain. Windsor was able to uh, shift and get to the ball quickly and was able to bring him down and stop him before he got to the uh, got to the first down line. Gain of nine for Donnie Fortner, the senior tailback, who's gotten most of the carries tonight for Cat or for South Callaway. About said it there, Cass Midway. That yeah, was, I uh, told you that's gonna be uh, hard to say. It is. That was our opponent last week, and kind of similar. So second down and one here. They come up under center, wing backs to both sides, and one lone receiver to the near side. Windsor, look at all those guys up on the line. They got nine guys up on the line of scrimmage as they hand it off. Off the right side, Fortner turns the corner initially, and the question is, does forward progress give him the first? I didn't see it from here. I didn't either. I didn't see it from here. We're almost right down the line, but not quite. Yeah. Um, no, they did not give it to him. No, not a short. Be third down and a good yard, so heck of a job on that left side. Windsor caving that play in. I believe big number 52 in on the initial hit. Cole Hess making a nice play. So third down and one. For the Bulldogs, ball at the Windsor 48, under center Buckner. Motion in the backfield with the tailback, and they're going to give it to the fullback here. Pounding his way, and I don't know, Clayton, it looks like he... It's all going to depend on the spot. Boy, not by much. They're going to give it to yep. him. I near, the official give it to the him. The near side line judge makes the call, and they're going to give it to him by about a half a yard. So hard They fought, fought for that one, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Fortner barely able to get it across. So new set of downs here for the Bulldogs on what is really a must-score drive for them at this point, down 26-7. to 6.50 to go before halftime. And, again, it is homecoming tonight here at Windsor, so we'll have a longer halftime than normal, 20-minute half. I think Clayton's going to visit with uh, Brad Forrest, the athletic director here at Windsor at halftime, so stay tuned for that. Toss sweep here around the right corner, and Fortner, nice gain up over the Windsor 45 down to the Greyhound 39. Coleman Fowler there, junior for the Greyhounds, able to – he was the first man to meet him and bring him down Fort, with a gang of hounds. Fortner ripping off some yards here on this series. Gain of about seven. Brings up second down and three for South Callaway. But that clock working its way down, and that's the thing. When you don't have a passing game and you have to come from behind, it's much harder because if all you can do is run, it just eats that clock. All in Windsor's favor as Buckner toss pitch left side and shaken out of the tackle. Nice move there up over the 35 near the 30-yard line. That's a nice run by number 31 there for the Bulldogs on that carry. That is uh, going to be uh, J.T. Thomas. Dalton, First down. Dalton Witherspoon there with a great open field tackle to able to bring down Thomas. Unfortunately, it was after they gained the first down Game, after a long run. Uh, 11, so new set here. So South Callaway put together a nice little series. This is really their first good series uh, since that opening one where they took down and scored first quarter. So they got split wing backs again. Ball at the Windsor 31. Long count here for Buckner. Play clock's down to three. Got to get it off. And takes the snap, fakes it up the middle, toss pitch off to the right, and looking for the edge, and he's not going to have it. Nowhere to go for Jacob Martin as they string that play out for a loss. I tell you what, the Windsor's, uh, Windsor read that one all the way. Seeing what they are doing, they had three defenders out there, and the defender that was able to get to him and stop him, big number 58, Dustin Johnson. Uh, Dusty was able just to reach out, grab the shoestring, trip him up, and that's all he needed to do to make the stop on that play. Brings up second and nine for the Bulldogs. They will give him a hard-fought yard on that. 4.55 to go in the first half. 
Bulldogs come up to the line. Line of scrimmage is the Windsor 30 on the right hash. Split wing backs are going to motion the right side wing back from right to left. They give it to him, and he is stoned right at the line of scrimmage. Big time hit up there on the line by number 57, Corbin Terry. Also in on the stop was Caleb Eaton, number number six. Well, that play nowhere from the start. Yeah, nowhere, absolutely. A little end around jet, and it uh, did not work. Went backwards. Yes, indeed. So third down and 11 after the loss on the play. Ball back to the Windsor 31. And this, I think, really first time they've had the ball in Windsor territory in the second quarter as well. Yeah. They've been past midfield most of this first half. So they're going to spread it out this time. Trips to the left. They motion Fortner out of the backfield. They throw near side, and it's bobbled but then caught off of his own tip and up over the 25 to the 20. It's a nice grab there. Almost was dropped by Christian Davis, but he kind of tipped that ball to himself, and he's got a gain of 15 first down. Johnson come flying in on the stop for the Greyhounds. Uh, able to stop him, but after he bobbled it, couldn't get there in time to uh, knock it down, but it was able to make the stop nonetheless. Yeah, very lucky to hang on to that. So keeps the drive alive for South Callaway. First down and 10, ball setting at the Windsor 20. So the Bulldogs inching their way almost in the red zone. 3.37 to go in the first half. Davis split out wide to the left. Windsor showing pressure. And Dalton Witherspoon creeping up with showing blitz. we got another false start here, though, before the snap, a flag, false start Withers- on the Bulldogs. Witherspoon drew that, off, uh, drew that early start there from... Yes. From the Bulldogs, was able to back him up five yards, brings up first and 15 from about the 25-yard line. It's a smart play by Dalton, creeping up, and they were expecting that blitz, and that got the left tackle to jump early. So that'll back him up five, makes it a first down at 15, back to the 25 for South Callaway. Coming up on the three-minute mark here in the first half, Still a 26-7 Windsor lead. Quick drop, Buckner pitches it out in the flat right side. Caught by Fortner, but nowhere to go. Taken down by Dalton Witherspoon. Man, Witherspoon's all over the field tonight and and doing a great job uh, in all positions. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Offense and defense. That's a typical Dalton Witherspoon situation where he's all over the field, like you said, and making those plays, ranging around at that linebacker position. And he's just one of those kids, he's so fun to have on the field because you can move him around. He's so versatile on the defensive side of the ball. Covers a lot of ground in a hurry. So loss on that play of three makes it second down and 15 back at the 24. And they're going to split out the wing backs to the near side again. Under center, Buckner. Pitch play, left side. Pitches it out to Fortner. Drop for a big loss here. Terry with the... Hit in the backfield. Yes, Windsor was able to get in the backfield almost immediately. Was able to make the big stop quickly in the backfield. A loss of about seven on the play. Brings up third and third and 22. Big loss. Big time play again by Terry. So this Greyhound defense, they're flying around that defensive line. Not getting pushed off the ball anymore at this point. So third down. 22 to go back at the 32-yard line. This drive has changed in a hurry for South Callaway. Twins to the right, one to the left side. Fumble. Fumble on the snap. Buckner has to pick it up and then goes down. A disaster right there for the Bulldogs. No gain on the play. Wow. Greyhounds were able to stop him. 
brings up gonna bring up a long fourth down. Fourth down at 22, and I would imagine South Callaway probably going to try to punt and pin Windsor back into their own territory. But that drive snuffed out. Boy, South Callaway had some momentum. Had oh, had great momentum early on. Yeah, had a couple nice runs by Fortner, but then a drop snap, a penalty, uh, and then a couple plays for loss, and it went backwards in a hurry. So fourth Windsor, down and 24 coming up. Windsor, uh, seeing what they're doing, made a few adjustments, and you can obviously see when once they made those adjustments, it really stopped Callaway's momentum completely. 30-second timeout here, timeout on the field, back right after this on KDKD. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs 138 left to go first half week five action here tonight 2021 season already to the midway point and Windsor with the lead 26 to 7 as they will appear to go for this out of the timeout by South Callaway fourth down and 24 and they are going to go for it from the Windsor 34 they run a little dump off play off to the left not sure what the point of that was but it is stopped not much doing at all on the play. Not much there at all. After Trace Hessel made the catch. So, I don't know, Clayton, your guess is as good as mine. I would have pinned him in if, you know, if you could have punted from that spot. But, really, you give Windsor, yeah, it's not great field position, but we know how explosive this <laughs> yeah. offense is. It don't take much. Don't take much. And with 133 on the clock, that's plenty of time. We've seen Clinton do it on Monday, moving yeah. the ball down the field in a minute 28. So, right. Windsor can do it as well. So, yeah, we'll quickly absolutely. see how fast they can move the ball. They have a few timeouts in their back pocket as well. So Right. Yeah, I think that's a huge gift. The pass is still in the option. For Windsor there, because, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why they didn't give him the long field. Maybe they didn't feel confident in their punter to pin him in, but it would have been worth a shot. But now Windsor looking to add to the lead right before the half. Five wide. They're going to go deep. Dylan Witherspoon loads it up deep over the middle of the field, looking for oh. Dalton. It's almost caught as he outstretched those arms. Almost got it in. Man, that would have been a heck of a catch had he brought that in. Dalton was diving for it. Cody Combs was there as well, and they're both in the area. There's two defenders as well, so there's a lot of traffic right there, and he just jumped and dove for it just off the tips of his fingers. Man. Man, great pass. Just Dalton was unable to get to it for whatever reason, but, man, it was It was close. Big gainer if that was able to connect. Oh, man, that would have been unbelievable, but great effort by Dalton. And you know they're probably going to go take a couple more shots at it. Got a bunch set, three wide receivers real tight to the left side. Here comes the blitz as Dylan Witherspoon drops straight back, loads it up deep left side looking for Peyton, and it's incomplete. That was good coverage there. They had double coverage on the edge there on Peyton, and the ball was a little bit overthrown. JT Thomas was running there with uh, with Peyton. It was just staying right in front of him. Not causing well, he's causing obstruction, but not uh, in a legally, yeah, yeah, not yeah. in a uh, pass interference way. But was just able to slow him down and not able to get the Greyhounds to the ball to make the big play. Sets up third down and ten from the thirty-two for Windsor. Short pass. Look for a short pass here. One eighteen left before the half. Windsor trying to add to the twenty-six to seven lead. They're going to have Dalton Witherspoon in the backfield, right next to Dylan. 
They'll hand it to Dalton, and he is going to be wrapped down. Nowhere to go. They were ready for that one, but a flag comes in. Face mask. From the back judge, and this may be a personal foul. Uh Uh-oh, now we got a little bit of extracurricular after the play as everybody gets separated out. We'll see. This is a big call here because if it's a face mask, it could be a 15-yarder, but they call face mask on Windsor. What? Well, I don't know about that there. That's... Coach Vincent comes out to hear the, wow. the explanation on that one. I seen the defender wrap his hand around yeah. Dalton's head yeah. and, and grab mask and pulled him down. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know about that at all. Coach Vincent doesn't seem to be unhappy with it. They just called holding on Windsor, so it was a holding call. Holding. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think the official had his hand around his wrist, which is the call for holding and it looked like originally he just gave the face mask right so he on the second signal he did give the official call for holding hold. okay i was gonna say that's a little bit more yeah yeah because that no way was that a face mask on windsor and it turns out there wasn't one at all so here we go fourth down and 11 after the penalty they back windsor up to their own 31 five wide receivers in the set three to the left two to the right they got Peyton in the slot right, and J.J.'s out wide right. Now we got more whistles here. Timeout called by the Bulldogs. They weren't ready. They were back to uh, receive a punt, so yeah. their formation was all off, and I knew uh, the coach was over on the far sideline. He ran about 20 yards down the field to holler to his back boy, and uh, he said, come on up, come on up, because he was way back on about the uh, 35-yard line waiting to receive a punt, and coach was trying to bring him all the way up, and he jogged up to about the 50. So uh, Callaway was not ready for that play, and I think Coach says, uh, let's just call a timeout and, and, and reassess here. Yeah, to South Callaway's credit, you know, they covered up those two deep balls uh, that they tried to take those shots down the field in the first two plays of the series. So they prevented the big play, but now this will be interesting. What does Windsor want to do uh, if they elect to punt this? You know, possibly, but I could see Coach Vinsel saying, hey, you know, we've got the explosive downfield ability, 112 to go. Uh, let's go ahead and take another shot here. But that penalty did hurt you a little bit on the hold that was called a moment ago. So we'll see what they want to do. But it looks like they are going to show punt here. So Dalton's going to go back to about his own 20 in punt formation. Maybe a direct snap if they do anything creative here. Trace Hessel back deep for South Callaway. Good snap as Dalton gets the punt away. He calls for the fair catch. Well, that was a line drive. Wow, was. As he fair caught that right at the 35. That was a laser beam. If that was over his head, that would have easily went back into the end zone for a touchback. Definitely. So South Callaway's defense, they hold there. Really looked like Windsor was going to have a chance to put up another touchdown before the half, but the Bulldogs able to force the stop. And they get the ball back with and you know 107 what? to go. They didn't use much time either. You know, right. of course, Windsor right. went uh, all pass on that drive and yep. unable to connect. So that clock stopped after every play and only wore off about 30 seconds of the play clock. So we still have a minute seven left to go. Yeah, that's a good point, Clay. And that gives South Callaway another crack at it here. So out of the shotgun, Buckner fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, but he's wrapped down, gain of maybe a yard. Flag comes out late. So that play went nowhere, and a lot of penalties in this first half. It has taken a while to get through this first half with all the penalties. This is by far the most penalties we've had this season, as this is a hold on Windsor. Hold on defense. So defensive holding, which is typically a rare call, will be marked off. Seen that twice tonight. Yeah, and that will bring it across the 40, and they're going to bring this football up to the 40. Six. 
still on the South Callaway half of the field on the right hash. So 55.9 on the clock. Bulldogs still have a timeout in their pocket. And Windsor defense will look for one stand here to end the half. South Callaway will get the football to start the second half. Buckner under center, two wing backs to both sides. They fake left, and they hand it back right on the end-around jet sweep. And not a lot doing there. Unable to turn the corner as Thomas. Gain of maybe two on the play. A lot of running for a very little gain. <laughs> yeah. he, he starts running on the far side, comes to the near side, sweeping across the backfield, and only gets about a two- to three-yard gain. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough tough uh, sledding doing that with the clock running. Clock rolling, 31 seconds and counting left here in the first half. South Callaway going to come up to the line here, second down and eight from the 48 on their half of the field. Buckner out of the shotgun, has the snap, rolls right. With time, fires the pass, and it is caught. Up at the 39, that's a first down, but he's going to be taken down inbounds, so that's a good job by Windsor, able to bring him down inbounds and force the South Callaway to burn their last timeout. Hensel on the reception. Well, actually, I should say they don't uh, call timeout. They will stop the clock there to set the chains, and now they run the clock, so they got to hurry down to nine seconds. They will not take a timeout, kind of surprising there. And they take the snap with two seconds on the game clock. Buckner back to pass, steps up in the pocket, scrambles away, and he's going to get up over the 35 to the 30. Clock expires, and that should be the end of the half. So South Callaway gets a stand defensively but can't turn that into a touchdown, and we are at halftime here on homecoming from Windsor High School tonight. Greyhounds on top, 26-7. to We'll send it back for a three-minute timeout, then we'll be back and recap the first half for you. Halftime is next right here on KDKD. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. 
At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! KDKD, Clinton, Missouri. Welcome here at halftime from Davis Powell Memorial Field. Spencer Edwards, Clayton Radford. Glad you could be with us here tonight. 26-7 is our score here at the half as the defending state champs, Windsor Greyhounds, looking to go to 5-0 with the lead here at the half. A lot of penalties, and I think Windsor certainly going into the second half will feel like there's some things that they can do better, a couple of drives that they didn't score on, and really the other key in the second half will be those two-point conversions. Windsor was only one of four on those two-pointers, so they could actually have a bigger lead here at the half uh, had they converted those. But uh, So this game's still kind of close, but you get the feeling momentum-wise it's still in Windsor's favor, even though South Callaway will get the football to start the second half, Bulldogs just have not done a lot with the football on offense. Windsor defense has played really, really well since that first series. So I'll give you a quick recap of the scoring here tonight. Uh, things got going really early. Fourth play of the game, Windsor uh, took the ball down the field, scored on a 45-yard touchdown run from Dalton Witherspoon. Two-point conversion, though, no good. Then the Bulldogs came back and put together their only scoring drive of the half. They marched it down in eight plays and responded right back. It was a really impressive physical drive. All the plays on the ground and ended in a 40-yard touchdown uh, run by Hessel. PAT was good on that. So about three minutes into the ballgame, South Callaway was actually on top at 8-7. to seven. Then Windsor, though, it didn't take them long. They came right back, scored on a 40-yard touchdown pass, as uh, Dalton Witherspoon threw a halfback pass uh, deep down the field, and it was caught by J.J. Hall. Two-point conversion on that, though, was no good. And then Windsor pitched a shutout the next three series on defense, came back then with a nine-yard touchdown run by Dalton Witherspoon to cap off the first quarter. That two-point conversion was good as Dylan Witherspoon ran it in on a quarterback keeper. And then the only points in the second quarter uh, came about midway through on a 29-yard bomb Dylan Witherspoon found Cody Combs for an unbelievable play, threw it right up over the top of two defenders for a huge play for the touchdown, but that two-point conversion was no good, and that's where we stand here at the break at 26-7 in favor of Windsor. So, Clayton, I was just saying there how really the two-point conversions right now for Windsor at 1 of 4, they could be up more. They could be up a lot more, yes, exactly. And even if they would have just got the uh, point after attempt and and – took the field goal, they could have just been up at least three more points. But, yes, you know, uh, tonight's game really showing a lot of strong defense because Callaway is the one team that 
The fans were saying just a moment ago that when I went down to the concession stand, they said that this is the team that could have beat them. Really? This wow. season. But this is the team that Windsor is stopping tonight. Obviously, yeah. they stopped them here on the last couple of runs or drives, that is. So seeing Windsor compete with a strong team during the regular season is a good look for Windsor. Yeah, no question about it. And this is a case where I think Windsor going into the second half, they know they've got this South Callaway team, I think, figured out on defense to right. shut down their run. That's going to be the whole key for me is if this game gets close, Callaway's going to have to show they can throw and score. You know, they, they just haven't been able to put together drives. But the other factor in this game tonight has really been the penalties. And it, we've had a lot of them. It's kind of had a, a weird flow to the game. So sometimes that's hard for both teams when you've got penalties on both sides. I think it's kind of affected Windsor a little bit. They've had some of those penalties. You know, we've seen a couple uncharacteristic holding calls. We've seen a couple offside penalties on the kicks from Windsor. So they'll clean that up in the second half, I think, and keep those penalties down. And But right now, you know, this is a case where it's Windsor's game to lose. You know, you right. still have the lead, uh, barring those extra points, and it's a case where going into the second half, they play Windsor football. I think they're going to be just fine. Exactly. Well, we want to thank our big uh, sponsors that bring you Windsor Greyhound football right here on the radio, 95.3 Katie Katie's the frequency. Rick's Tire. Windsor Livestock Auction, Windsor Farmers Co-op, the Boys Car Care Center, Maryfield Pharmacy, Windsor Furniture Company, State Farm Greg Franken, Jams Creation and Boutique, T.H. Roger Lumber, Henry County Library, Gary's Towing, and CMCCU, that Central Missouri Community Credit Union in Warrensburg. Big thanks to all of our great sponsors to bring you football right here on the radio all season long on Friday nights. It's Windsor Greyhound Football this year here in 2021. Absolutely. Well, it's homecoming tonight here at Windsor High School. Looks like they're getting ready to uh, start those festivities out there. So we'll just quickly give you the queen candidates and the princess candidates. They are uh, queen candidates tonight. Abigail Brown, uh, Jolie Burkhart, and Taylor uh, Jordan. Jordan, yeah. Then you've got princess candidates. Anna Morgan, Alexis Millington, Madison uh, Wagner as well. And then they've got some of their returning royalty back. Uh, the returning queen, Courtney Johnson, and the returning princess is going to be uh, Nevea Pusin, Pushan. So I apologize if I'm getting that right or wrong there on those names, but uh, great crowd tonight. And as you typically see, Clayton, a lot of the former students come back. Yeah. And uh, great support uh, for this community all season. Uh, we saw it last year with that playoff run. They rallied around them. They're rallied again this year as well. Well, you know, one thing that we talked about in uh, before the game, we talked with Brad Forrest. He stopped by to see us for a few moments. And uh, one thing that we were able to confirm, we had heard rumors that the game against Cole Camp was going to be, no, excuse me, the game against Tipton was going to be on Thursday, October 14th. And we got that confirmed that uh, if you have a schedule for the Greyhounds, and it says Tipton on the 15th of Friday. They had to move that game to Thursday. I'm not sure the reasoning is on that, but that game will be heard on Thursday night, and you can hear that right here on 95.3 Katie Katie. So uh, be sure to make those adjustments, and, of course, we're going to keep you up to date right here on the radio as well as we have that uh, change of schedule. We'll have to update it on our website, but we will be able to do that, uh, of course, coming up here very shortly. Yeah, typically I remember – of course, I guess it hasn't been too long ago, but several years ago, before they realigned the districts and everything, a lot of teams would play the last game of the regular season on a Thursday night. Right. Uh, you used to have that, 
Uh, it, it actually used to be pretty frequently because they would come back, and usually that was back when they played the district games during the week. Right. So you'd play a Thursday night regular season finale, and then they'd come back, turn around, play that first-round district game on Wednesday. Right. But since they realigned the districts, they've gone ahead and moved it to nine games, and then you play your first district game as week 10. Uh, it used to be you'd play 10 regular season games, then districts would start. Right. And that's when they would do that. Some of the I remember Warsaw would have those Thursday night games to kind of give them an extra day because you'd come back quickly for that district game the very next week, but not so much uh, anymore. They just stick with those Friday nights, unless otherwise. Of course, we've had Saturday football already right. uh, up at UA, University Academy, a little uh, college feel there on Saturday afternoon, and yeah. now we're, we're going to get a little uh, Thursday night football as well. Thursday night football, I'll tell you what, we got Monday night football every Monday night on 95.3 KDKD as your Clinton Cardinals um, play, of course, over in Clinton and, and wherever their opponents may be, but also now little Thursday night football coming in your way. That's not until October 14th. Mark your calendars as Windsor will be at home hosting Tipton. And speaking of Clinton Cardinal football, tough loss Monday night, Clay, to a pretty good Pleasant Hill team in the home opener. Uh, CHS back in action Monday night will be up at Oak Grove uh, for that one. So be a, a interesting contest there. And I know uh, Coach LaFaver, uh, who you visited with, uh, earlier in the week for the pregame show, he, he wants to put that game behind him and, and get ready for Monday. Absolutely, you know, um, it's kind of hard coming off a two-week quarantine. Yeah. Um, that the school record, that the school slash health department forced upon them due to players being in contact with a positive case of COVID, and um, unfortunately, they had two weeks where they could not practice. So the boys had a Sunday practice right before the game on Monday, and they're conditioning. The boys just kind of puttered out there in the second half, and that's exactly uh, how the score indicated as well. Yeah, Pleasant Hill uh, put a lot of points up in that game, and they had a a pretty good offensive attack. They were throwing the ball down the field, and and that's something, though, that Clinton's defense had been pretty good against the pass in the first two weeks. But uh, it it was just one of those games. But you're right. I mean, coming off of COVID, obviously I know – Coach LeFevre doesn't want to use it as an excuse, but it's obvious. I mean, it's like if you got one practice, yeah, uh, that, that's just hard to do uh, with the quarantine rules, and you know, and, and a lot of teams are dealing with that. It's not so much the cases that kids have it; it's just they've got a quarantine because they've been around other people that have had it, and that's the biggest thing that we've run into with high school sports. Not only last year, but this year has been the main thing. Tonight's game as well. You know, we don't know the full situation over at Slater. But they're unable to play tonight against uh, Windsor, so that's why we had a late uh, substitution of of teams or of competition here for homecoming tonight was due to South Cal or due to Slater uh, having code of protocol and not being able to play. So that's why we have a game tonight against South Callaway. Well, Spencer, if you miss a game or if you just want to go back and hear yourself again, uh, you can visit the Windsor Greyhounds page at mykatykitty.com. All the games are available on demand along with a complete list of sponsors at mykatykatie.com. And I tell you what, it's now available on the podcast network as well. Get out and uh, on your favorite platform that you listen to podcasts, where if it's Apple, if it's Google, if it's Spotify, Amazon Music, Facebook, wherever it is you listen to podcasts, you can find Windsor Greyhounds on any podcast network, it's from the RMG podcast, and you can go back and listen to these games. So on our way to the run championship game, you can subscribe and follow to the podcast, and you can hear every game along the way. Outstanding. We've got all the bases covered right there. 26-7, to 7, our score here at the half. Windsor on top with the uh, homecoming festivities underway. So me and Clay will try to get the winners of the queen and uh, princesses candidates here. Uh, momentarily. So we'll take it back. Three-minute break here. Back after this with more halftime from 
Windsor after this. Okay, I'll see that and raise ya. A gambler may understand the stakes. An equipment dealer may carry a specific piece of gear. And a banker may understand loans, but no one understands the very specific needs of a farmer quite like other farmers. At Farmers Co-op in Windsor, we're dedicated to helping you with the critical purchases that keep systems operating until you can get the harvest to market. From grain, feed, fertilizers, and fuel to marketing and financing, visit Farmers Co-op in Windsor. At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. Hey, football fans, are you ready for some football action for your Kansas City Chiefs? Well, you can catch every Chiefs game home and away on Rock 104.9, Truman Lakes home for Chiefs football. Every Monday, be sure to tune in at 6 p.m. for the Chiefs Kingdom to hear from Andy Reid and the key players from last week's game. Kansas City Chiefs, Chiefs play on Rock 104.9, and of course, if they have that Monday night game, you can hear Chiefs Kingdom on a Tuesday as well. And if you're outside the listening area of 95.3 KDKD or Rock 1049, you can still take us with you on the Radford Media app. Download it on your Apple or Android device and get the latest news, weather, and stream both 95.3 KDKD and Rock 1049, as well as the entire RMG podcast library. Available for free is the Radford Media app. Spencer, if you can't 
take us can't take a radio with you be sure to take your phone with you most people do nowadays and we're right there on your phone just take the rapper media app with you you can listen to us wherever it may be i've had people message me saying that they're listening to us on the beach with their with their feet in the sand and the and the waves crashing behind them and they can listen to 95.3 katie katie wherever they are and uh, it's just peaceful absolutely and that's the thing now with all the different mediums you can provide to folks online has just been incredible uh, for broadcasting whether it's the coverage of your regular stuff at kdkd or the podcast as you were talking about a lot of different ways to listen absolutely and you know one of those ways is alexa you can say hey alexa add the my kdkd skill we're everywhere you want us to be Uh, you can stream 95.3 kdkd you can hear local community news your favorite podcasts and much more with the my kdkd skill on the amazon on your amazon echo device just Ask Alexa to add the My Katie Katie skill. So we are on every platform that you can think of. Of course, our own app, the MyKatieKatie.com website. You can stream our station there. You can even stream the rock station at Rock1049FM.com as well. So you can stream us. You can listen to our podcast. You can get our community news, local weather information, and so much more on all these different devices. And I tell you what, it has been hectic, to say the least, <laughs> over the last three years. We are coming up on our three-year anniversary of the owning of these radio stations to get us on all these platforms because the big ownership of these radio stations was never uh, about to get us on these platforms, but we were able to make the investment into the mobile app, make the investment into getting us on Amazon, making the investment to uh, update the websites. And our website now is back-to-back, two years in a row, best local website from the Missouri Broadcasters Association. Very proud of that myself. Um, but, of course, it takes a lot of hard work and time to get us out on all these platforms. But we do it for our listeners, and we do it for our advertisers as well. And uh, we want to make sure that our listeners have every opportunity to catch the local news. And severe weather. You know, whenever tornadoes come in the spring and, and throughout the summer, and if we have any severe weather that comes into the area, we go live on the radio. But sometimes the power goes down, and we can still stream our station. And even though you don't have a radio to listen to, you can still listen to us on the cell networks. So, you were doing weather Monday night, too, during the football yeah, game. Yeah, during the football game. I mean, I'll do weather wherever I see the need. Weather and football on the nine. Yeah. There you go. Well, hey, uh, Clayton, I just want to mention our, the uh, – cor- <laughs> It's funny It's funny you say that because cor- I just got a message here. Rain will begin around 846 here in Windsor, so uh, some light rain moving into our area tonight. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully folks some, brought some of those umbrellas out there. Then. Yeah. Well, Jolie Burkhart was the queen – tonight uh for this windsor Hort, uh, congratulations homecoming, homecoming court and then uh, anna morgan won the uh, princess contest tonight. awesome well congratulations to both those young ladies and their escorts as well i do see the bulldogs jogging out onto the field and over here on the near side a lot of family members um and, and friends alike celebrating with the, the queen and prince princess candidates of course we've seen all the cool cars what was your favorite Oh, the Stingray down there. Oh, beautiful, wasn't it? That was it? outstanding. That's got to be the car of the night right there. Car of the night. The only thing that would top it would be probably a DB5 from the new James Bond movie, but that's uh, we, we didn't see one here tonight. Not not quite that uh, uh, high end, so to well, speak. Well, that Stingray, yeah. that's pretty high end it's for me. It's pretty high end. I would take it. But, uh, but yeah, very nice selection and uh, a lot of folks here tonight for the actual festivities what's the score in tonight's game i can't see the board is it 26 7 26 to 7 uh, of course you have the score sheet over there that's what yeah. i was keep working on earlier but 26, 26 to 7 i tell you what the greyhounds have a good lead going into the second half but if they're if they come out on their heels 
The Bulldogs could be on their toes and could uh, get back in this game fairly quickly if Windsor isn't careful. Yeah, this first drive will be important. I think if, if Windsor shuts it down, uh, they're going to be in the driver's seat the rest of the way. So we'll go ahead and take it back. We'll take one more three-minute break, be back with the start of the second half after this. Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. Back here at Windsor High School as we get ready for second-half action at 95.3 KDKD. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Greg Franken, Windsor Furniture Company, Maryfield Pharmacy, the Boys Car Care Center, Windsor Farmers Co-op, Windsor Livestock Auction, Rick's Tire, Central Missouri Community Credit Union, Gary's Towing, the Henry County Library, TH Roger Lumber Company, and Jams Creation and Boutique. Big thanks to all of our sponsors with the second half play-by-play. Here's Spencer Edwards. All right, thank you, Clayton. As we're ready to roll here, Windsor will kick off from the 40. A nice boot by Hess. Drives a return man, Fortner, back to the 10-yard line. That's the 15 to the 20. Angles back to the left. Coming back near the sideline, up over the 30. Breaks out of that tackle, up over the 35 to the 36. So a nice return there for Fortner. Real nice play. He he started to go to the right and make a move, made a couple moves, and then cut back to the left and seen a hole and was able to pick up about another 15, 20 yards after making that move. Yeah, Fortner's had a lot of yards tonight, not only on those kick returns, but also running the ball a little bit, but no touchdown to show for it yet. Right. So we just had that one touchdown, of course, in the second quarter. That was the 29-yard pass to Combs. And here we go, first down and 10 for South Callaway at the 30 six to begin the second half as they come up under center as Buckner another long snap count here taking this play clock all the way down to five and will snap it with two and barely gets the handoff there first man through on the dive play and nowhere to go 
They're dropping him for your hounds is number 59, Coleman Fowler, junior at Windsor High School, getting in there, making a big play. It's an outstanding read there by Coleman and JT Thomas is like, man, what do I got to do? <laughs> what do I got to do to get a yard? No gain on the play. Brings up second down and ten at the 35. Ball in the middle of the field. As they're going to send one wide receiver to the near side. Just four passes the entire game tonight for South Callaway. As oh. Buckner fumbles a snap. Has to fall on it. And just barely able to get it back. Boy, this has been a disastrous start for the Bulldogs these first couple plays. Loss of about three on that play. Brings up down. Brings up. Third and 12? Yep, third and 12, we'll call it. Back to the 34 for South Callaway. Again, using a lot of this play clock, getting the extra signals in. A lot of teams do the signaling offense from the sideline. They don't huddle. I mean, really, you see very few teams, even at the high school level now, that huddle offense is kind of the thing of the past. As a direct snap, but got a new quarterback here, and he's going to – Sling it to the right side, and it's caught for a first down. That actually went off the hands of one receiver and into the hands of another one. Tabor Gray, the new quarterback, pitched that one downfield for a, a big game. That's probably the best passing play of the of the whole night here, Spencer. Yeah, it is. Went right off the hands of Jacob Martin and right into the hands of Ryan Briggs. So first down and kind of an unlucky hop for Windsor. Looked like that was going to be a incomplete pass. So not sure if Buckner is hurt or what the case is. but uh, He came down kind of hard on that ball yeah. uh, when that loose fumble earlier, so he may be over trying to catch his breath. Taylor Gray in at quarterback, sophomore now. For South Callaway, he's going to toss sweep it here to the right side. To Martin turns the corner and is going to get up over the 45 to about the Windsor 40 as Johnson makes the tackle for Windsor. Great play once again on the defense for the Greyhounds, they just kind of shifted. They seen the ball go to the left. They shifted, or to the right, excuse me, shifted that way as their left. <laughs> the ball was going yeah. to the offensive right, and it was able to make the play. Short gain uh, brings up second and about five. Gain of six. Line of scrimmage will be the Windsor 39 here. Tight formation again. Split wing backs, full back behind Tabor Gray. Takes the snap, but flags fly. They blow it dead, so it looks like it's going to be against... The Bulldogs false start once again. That's the third or fourth time they've jumped off sides tonight on the offensive side of the ball. We don't see offensive false starts very often, um, but we've seen a few here tonight for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely have had a bunch of those tonight. Penalty count up to 11. I've got them down 11 penalties tonight. South wow. Callaway Windsor has six. So we've had uh, quite a few penalties in this game, and th that was the first one here of the second half. So that will back them up five. Back to the Windsor 44. It will be second down and nine. 9.13 to go here in the third quarter. Wing back in motion from right to left, and Gray barely gets the handoff, and then he fumbles the football. Fullback fumbling that ball there, has to dive on it. Right at the line of scrimmage as Craig punched it out as it's barely recovered there by Hessel. Man, I tell you what, your Greyhound's in there making big plays once again. Coleman Fowler uh, right along with uh, Corbin Terry. And all those guys on that defensive line staying strong and making big plays up there right along with Cole Hess. Third down and 10, ball at the 45. 
Going to have two wide receivers to the near side, two to the left, empty backfield. Gray back to pass, fires over the middle in traffic. It's caught first down and more as Rumlin is way up over the 30, over the 25 to the 24 is Hessel. So that's a nice catch and run after the catch. Those yak yards, Clay, you're a yeah. big, big fan of those. I, I love the yak yards usually when they're for our team. But yes. um, in that case, J.J. <laughs> Hall was holding on for those yak yards. He was dragged about uh, seven, eight yards after the catch. That was a nice play there for the Bulldogs. So, again, just when it looked like this drive was going to stall out, they're able to keep it alive. So new set of downs for South Callaway. Ball at the Windsor 23, under eight minutes here, or almost under eight minutes, I should say, in the third quarter. Buckner back in at quarterback, hands it off to Fortner on the jet sweep around the right side, nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. And, you know, um, with with the uh, backup quarterback in there, they made some pass plays. I just don't know if uh, – I <laughs> just don't know if Buckner has the arm. Yeah, I don't either. Buckner's only thrown four passes tonight, one of which has been picked off. So he was obviously there injured a little bit, took three or four plays off, but back in there now with this series. So South Callaway moving the ball a little bit, but can they turn it into points? They have not scored since their first drive of the game way back in the first quarter. Buckner under center, wing back to the left, wing back on the right in motion, and they're going to give it on the dive again. Trace Hessel on the call and gets down to the 20-yard line. Short gain on the play, but it's going to put them in a third down and manageable here, Clayton. Yeah, it's going to be about third and that's, that's pretty long three. That's going to be third and eight to go. So um, if they put in that quarterback that can throw the ball a little bit, <laughs> they might have a chance. But the running plays, Windsor really has got their number on the running plays. Every once in a while they'll break loose for one. But we'll see what goes here. It looks like a false start once again. Yeah, and they were going to throw there, but it is going to be blown dead. Another false start where these offensive linemen tonight for Callaway have been pretty jumpy. Twelve penalties now on the Bulldogs, and that will back them up. So now you're definitely in a – a passing situation here, you would yeah. guess. The down and distance tells you it's going to have to be a pass. Zach Hess, the head coach for South Callaway, not a happy camper over there right now with all these penalties. So that will back them to the 26. It's going to be third down and 13 coming up with 6.53 left here in our third quarter. You know, Callaway made a little bit of a trip to get over here tonight, and, you know, they're, they're, they're wanting to get every – Every opportunity they can to put the ball in the end zone a couple more times before this game is over, before they hit the bus back over to the Columbia area. But, man, I tell you what, um, Windsor is stepping up and really stopping the place. Looks like a screen pass here. Hand goes up. There's no penalty flags, and it looks like the play was the ball dropped dead incomplete. Yep, incomplete pass. They went back to the little near side wide receiver screen, flat route there, and miscommunication is Davis, the intended receiver. Brings up fourth down and 13, so decision time here for South Callaway, and I'd say they're probably going to go for this knowing that you know they just have to have points here sooner rather than later if they're going to claw their way back down 26-7. to seven. And they look over to the sideline. Now Coach Hess is going to take a timeout. So South Callaway will talk it over. They have to draw something up. That's right. We'll take a timeout as well. 6.46 to go here in the third quarter back in 30 after this. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. 
We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! Welcome back here to David Powell Memorial Field. Spencer Edwards, Clayton Radford back with you. 6.46 left to go in the third quarter as the teams huddled up out there on the field. South Callaway just took a timeout, and they're going to have a situation here whether they want to go for this. I'd say they probably will. Uh, They went for it in a spot where we both kind of thought we were really surprised they did back there in the second uh, part of the second quarter. Went for one where it really was in a spot where they could have punted and pinned Windsor back. But now four down territory, you're down a couple touchdowns uh, and an extra point, and you really need points. So looks like they will go for this, but not going to be easy. From the Windsor 26, fourth down and 13. He has a little protection in the back with this uh, lineup here. Buckner out of the shotgun, twins to the right side, little play fake, going to go deep over the middle, passes a little high, and it's dropped. Actually, I think Dylan Witherspoon had a hand in there as he was looking for Donnie Fortner, but Fortner almost caught that football. If he would have caught it, he would have fell forward into the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah. He was only about five to six yards out if he would have made that completion. So I think they would have rumbled into the end zone for a touchdown there, but they were unable to uh, to convert. Windsor will get the ball now on their own four or own 25-yard line. Yeah, at the very least, would have been a first down. That was a pretty well-designed play. They had a decent route over the middle. Throw was maybe a little high, but it was certainly catchable for Fortner. So Windsor's defense holds again, and they take over first down and 10 from their own 26. Toss, pitch right to Dalton Witherspoon. Turns it up, field breaks free at the 35, and there he goes. Midfield down the sideline, 30, foot race, 20, 10, 5, Put it on the board. Another one for Dalton Witherspoon. Big play right there. He, uh, he he did a few stiff arms. One kid is down. Coach Windsor coach helping him up. Kid just collapsed once again down on the field. Cramp, yeah. Cramping his leg, yep. Yep. So wow. that was a, what, a 45-yard or yes. no? Four, uh, about a 57, I think, was from the 20, uh, 24, I believe. From the 24, so that would be... That'd be a 75-yard, yeah, yeah, 75-yard touchdown yard run. The home run hitter, Dalton Witherspoon, yeah. he can take it the distance from anywhere on the field, and, man, that speed. Once he gets past that first wave, he's got that extra gear. So 32-7, to Windsor has blown it open. We've got an injury timeout on the field, 6.26 to go here in the third. We'll take a 60-second break back after this. Okay, I'll see that and raise ya. A gambler may understand the stakes. An equipment dealer may carry a specific piece of gear. And a banker may understand loans, but no one understands the very specific needs of a farmer quite like other farmers. At Farmers Co-op in Windsor, we're dedicated to helping you with the critical purchases that keep systems operating until you can get the harvest to market. From grain, feed, fertilizers, and fuel to marketing and financing, visit Farmers Co-op in Windsor. At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. (laughs) 
Back here at Windsor as they go for two here after the touchdown. Dylan Witherspoon rolling out right, slings it to that near side, caught by Parker Craig, and he's going to dive. Looked like he was across the goal line. Looks like okay, the official was that. not in the yeah. right position, but he called it down short of short of the goal wow. line. Looked like wow. Parker may have outstretched there, but he said he was not in. So, man, the two-point conversions have been the bugaboo tonight for Windsor. One of five on two-point conversions, so still 32-7. to seven with the lead after the 75-yard run by Dalton Witherspoon. Is that a, a technical term you use there? I, you kind of threw me off with the bugaboo. Bugaboo? Bugaboo. I guess it's it's another way of saying it hadn't been good. It hasn't been good. It yeah. hasn't been no, good. No bugaboo. Yeah. Can no I bu- use that? Can I copyright that? Uh, you may have to. Uh, that's that's you, pretty good. See, I'll that, give you credit for it. Is that my copyright? See, Doug's got spoon-fed. Yeah. Because it's Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah. And, and mine is the bugaboo. The bugaboo. So I, the I bugaboo. like it. Yeah. It works, you know, after the <laughs> touchdown and like that. It works, and we're up now 32-7, to seven, your Greyhounds over the Bulldogs, who has just had a bugaboo of a night. I've got to use that a lot. That's, <laughs> that's good stuff. You're going to save that for on air? Uh, oh, man. We're well, having fun here tonight, folks. You know, Greyhounds up, celebrating homecoming here tonight, yeah. and it's good football. We, we love and enjoy uh, watching these young men on both sides of the ball play. And, and I tell you what, it's just an excitement. We'd like to have fun. We'd like to share that with you. Thank you for tuning in uh, home or away right here to Windsor Greyhound Football on KDKD. So ready to kick off here. Hess from the 40. And boom, that last kick. This time it's a squid kick as Dylan Witherspoon comes up. And it's fielded by one of the up men there at about the 46. So that is where... South Callaway will begin the drive, but they had a lot of penalties there on their last series. They've had a uh, high snap on a punt that went back into their own end zone that led to a Windsor touchdown. So there's been a lot of mistakes tonight for South Callaway. You know, they look so good on that first drive, and they're thinking, man, we can play with this team. But yeah. then as soon as you let the door open, and that's why I think I made the comment at the time with that high snap on the punt because it was still a, an 8-7 game, I believe, at that point. And he sailed that snap, and then that let the door open there for Windsor. He took full advantage of it, and they've ripped off uh, four consecutive touchdowns. So first down and 10 at the 36. They come up under center, and they're going to hand it off right up the middle, and that'll be to Trace Hessel. Short gain on the play. Hessel's the uh, the the son of the principal there at South Callaway. Heather Hessel is the principal. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, how'd you know that? <laughs> it's right here on our roster. And uh, <laughs> So, man, you called up there and did some pregame prep. I, I did some pregame prep for this game tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. You know, yeah, Hustle, Hustle doing a great job getting beat up, though. He's he he's more right at the middle kind of guy. He doesn't do the, yeah. the crossing runs. Second down and nine from the 47. Fortner in motion. Option right. They fumble oh, the ball. Man. Fumble on the field as... Butner puts the ball on the ground, and who's got it? Hensel didn't have a very good, clean transaction there with the quarterback. And the ball falls on the ground. We'll see which way they... Somehow he was able to recover. Ooh. I don't know how. There was Windsor defenders all around him. So third down and nine is going to be from the 47 after the fumble. Split wing back set again. Shotgun formation. For Buckner. And Windsor going to bring the pressure. They blitz up the middle. Buckner fires the pass. It's high and intercepted. Picked off by Dylan Witherspoon. Coming back the other way. He's at the 40 down the sideline. He's gone. 20, 15. Touchdown, Windsor. Woo! Woo! That's your quarterback picking it on the defensive side of the ball. 
getting it all the way back for a pick 50. <laughs> it's a pick six, but pick he caught it. At, he caught it about the. I uh, got about about their own forty-five. So I'm gonna call it a fifty-five-yard interception return for Dylan Witherspoon. Second interception tonight for Windsor. That one goes back six, and the route is on thirty-seven or thirty-eight to seven. Now the lead, four fifty-five to go in the third quarter. And that's the thing when this South Callaway team has to pass, it uh, is not pretty. And Windsor it, just knows where to put themselves in that position to I- intercept the pass. And not every time they do yeah, it, but they right. know what position to put themselves in to make sure they uh, are able to do that. Well, Clayton, they've had enough of the two-point conversions. They're actually going to try an extra point here, and it is good. Hey. Wow. Man, Cole Hess might want to put him out there more, kick those extra points. He looked just fine there. And that makes it 39-7. to All Windsor here with 4.55 to go in the third. We'll be back in 30 with the kick. Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. We're back here at Windsor High School in Spencer Edwards having a good time. This is what we try to bring. Hopefully it comes across the airwaves to you that we're having a good time. Your Greyhounds are up tonight by the score of 39-7 to with 4.55 left to go in the third quarter. Getting ready to kick it off. We're just having... Uh, a, a grand time here at homecoming. It's homecoming 2021. I was trying to think about you had said something. Uh, we'll just call them Claytonisms. Okay. You had a Claytonism last week. The official was doing the Macarena. Yes, said. he was because he, yeah. he didn't know what call he was giving. He gave two or three calls. <laughs> yes. So here's the kick. A fumble. And it's fumbled at the 15, picked up by Thomas. He comes up the middle of the field to the 30. The 35 still on his feet. Nice return. Oh, the ball is lateral. Oh, it popped out. Actually, it may have been lateraled as well. And it's picked up by the South Callaway player on that right side. He actually gets it into the 46. Wow, great return, even after the fumble. Yeah, I'm not sure if Thomas intended to lateral that or if that was just a straight fumble. It looked like it popped out. Yeah, I think so. But they did, I think, advance that ball to the 45. We'll see where they want to spot it. See, their coach is out there. And the ball is being tossed around. We're trying to see where they're going to place the ball. Thomas a little bit shaken up on that as well. And they're going to put it, I believe, at the 45. Yeah, because he had about five yards after he picked that ball up. Fortner yeah. was the one that picked that up. And so it almost led to another turnover for the Bulldogs. They so had another South, bugaboo there. They did. So South Callaway here will start at the 45 with 4.41 left in the third quarter. Buckner under center. Fakes to the fullback, gives it back around the end on the jet to the left to Fortner, nowhere to go, drug down from behind in the backfield. Big loss on the play as number 57 introduced himself. That's Corbin Terry. (laughs) Corbin was able to get him in the backfield for a loss of 10 on that play. Wow, big loss going the wrong direction. The Bulldogs uh, really need to 
Uh, head the other way. It helps if you head north as opposed to south in that situation. That's right. A lot of the uh, ladder going on for South Callaway. A lot of the running south. Yes, and, and pun intended there. Yes, and they are heading <laughs> east and west quite a bit too on those on those jet sweeps. So, yeah. um, seeing them do that, so if they don't get around the corner, they're just going down for loss of yards. That was a loss of nine. So second down and nineteen for the Bulldogs back at their own thirty-six. Spread set here, five wide. Rollout pass play to the right is caught by Fortner, and boy, he's got a burst. Wow, he's gone. The speed gets up over the 40, over the 35, down to the Windsor 25. So a huge play there. Boy, Donnie Fortner showing some wheels after that catch. And it looks like uh, Dylan Witherspoon out there on the far side to make the first contact to slow him up and uh, was able to stop him before he got into the end zone. Looks like they'll place the ball on about the 20-yard line, but big play. Uh, ball is placed on the 21-yard line. Big play there for the Bulldogs. Brings up first and 10. Yeah, we got something on the field. Uh, I guess officials flag or there must be some debris or something fell out of somebody's pocket. So he picks it up, but it was not a flag. First down and 10 at the 22. So South fumble. Callaway threatening here, but another fumble. Buckner fumbles oh. the snap. Then it's knocked free again as he has to dive on it a second time. Terry on the field. Has the ball up like he's got possession, but they're going to say, I think Buckner had possession and his knee was down. No, man. Close. I tell you what, when uh, when he fumbled that ball, he turned around and got it, but allowed time for Windsor to get in the backfield, and Buckner picked it up, and, and the flying defender flew in there and knocked it out of his hand again. Another near recovery for Windsor. Boy, South Callaway, they've had a very tough time hanging on to this football the last couple drives. So another loss there of eight, second down and 18 for the Bulldogs now at the Windsor 30, 240 left to go in the third quarter. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the near side. Buckner steps away from the pressure, moves to his right, and is going to go down up over the 30, down to the 28. Made some great moves to get out of pressure and he able did. to get up field for a few positive yards. That's a great play by Buckner there. We haven't seen this kind of play from him tonight, and to see this late in the game, kind of late to see, but um, he is making some moves positive plays. Trying to make something happen with his feet and got a few yards back, so brings up third down and 13 here with two minutes to go in the third quarter. Ball on 25-yard line. They're going to send two wide receivers left, one to that right side, Buckner with the snap. Hands it off to the left side, Thomas, over the 25, down to the 20. Getting big in there for your hounds. Once again, number 52, Cole Hess. Hess chased him down and was able to wrap him up and bring him down. Windsor back at home next week. Is that uh, Wellnap coming in next week, Clayton? Yes, next week, um, Wellington Napoleon. Wellington yep. Napoleon coming down. Be a good game right here from Windsor once again on Friday night. Tune in to 95.3 Katie Katie if you can't make it to the game. Fourth down and nine here. So they will go for it from the Windsor 20, and that pass almost intercepted again. Not sure who he was throwing that to other than a Windsor defender. Which, Dustin Johnson. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, Dustin Johnson was there. Also Dalton Witherspoon in the vicinity. So it falls incomplete. And, again, South Callaway, they get that big play of 50 yards to Fortner. But they stall out, and that's kind of been the spot, Clay. They get to about the Windsor 20, just shy just, of that red zone, and they've just stalled out. That's happened three or four times yeah. here tonight, and yeah. not able to move the ball much deeper into the red zone and not able to get that red zone pressure that they had on the very first drive of the opening game. 
So back to the offensive side of the ball now for Windsor as Peyton Witherspoon gets his first carry of the night. As we got a little extra shoving after the play there, Mankiti uh, kind of going back and forth with uh, Zach Ballard, but no flag was thrown. And a nice pickup there for Peyton. Had some counseling, and, and they talked through and worked <laughs> through their problems. That's right. Second down, three, under a minute to go here in the third quarter, 48 seconds left as Dylan Witherspoon gets that play in from the wristband with 40 seconds on the game clock. We'll take the snap with 11 on the play clock. Play fake to Peyton. Dylan going to roll out right. Fires deep over the middle. Caught by Craig. He bounces off a guy at the 40, up over the 45, and a first down. Just a bowling ball. Doug Neff calls him that bowling ball. And yep. I ought to say, Doug, you ought to go back and watch that play because that's <laughs> exactly what he did. He just bounced off of the guy. Dalton Belcher was the guy he bounced off of. He was the bowling pin out there. Yeah. And <laughs> bing, popped right off of him and just kept rolling, man. I tell you what, yep. that was – um, that was a strong play for Windsor to move the ball and get the first down. First down and 10. This will probably be the final play of the third quarter as Dylan Witherspoon gives it to Peyton as a whole up over the 30, or up over midfield, I should say, to the 47 of Cass Midway. Or there it is again, South Callaway, I yeah. should say. <laughs> uh, we've got our opponent from last week here tonight, I guess. So that will take out the third quarter. And Windsor in command, 39-7. to as they hit another big touchdown play of 75 yards in that third quarter to Dalton Witherspoon. Clayton and Radford also, and also the pick six for 55-yard touchdown. That's right, too. yeah, the touchdown there uh, from Dylan on the run back. Clayton Redford will finish us off here. We'll go to the fourth quarter when we come back after this 60-second timeout here on KDKD. Gary's towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs in your car at your office and on your computer you're listening to 95.3 kdkd clinton missouri clay raffer with spencer edwards here at windsor high school as we go into the fourth quarter of action windsor will start this drive from their own 46 yard line for the beginning of fourth quarter i should say dalton witherspoon spinning forward picks up about four on the drive there Getting the ball up to the 45-yard line, 39 to seven with 11:42 left to go in tonight's ball game. Just underway here in the fourth quarter. I tell you what, it's a, a, a bit of a blowout again tonight. Um, last week we only seen uh, eight points on the board for Cast Midway. Tonight we seen seven. So uh, Windsor doing a great job at uh, defensively, not allowing their opponents get into the end zone very often. And it could be 50 points on the board like we were saying, Clay and Brake, had they gotten these two-point conversions. Yeah, 
Willerspoon takes a snap. He looks down the field. Nothing there. He breaks to the near side. He goes down to the 25. He's pushed out at about the 25-yard line. He made a great move. He had nowhere to go with it. I don't know if it was a broken play or not, but he just kept it, tucked it, and ran upfield for a gain of about 25 on the drive, down to the 25, deep in their territory. First down for the Greyhounds. Another great hard run there. We just saw Dalton on the previous run and then Dylan right there still running hard. And this may be the final series for Windsor's varsity. Uh, Coach Vinsel may want to pull them out at this point if they score here. Taking the snap, pins it off to the first man across. That's Peyton. Peyton makes a move, cuts back into the center, gains a few holes, and finds his way all the way up to about the eight-yard line. Big play there for Peyton. Yeah, Peyton getting in the act here. We've seen him uh, carry the ball a couple times in that third quarter. And nice hard run there. It's just really the it's the three-headed Witherspoon monster. I mean, you could put all yeah. three of them. I mean, Peyton would be a starting running back for most other teams uh, in this state, but you know, he gets kind of overshadowed when you got Dalton back there and Craig and Robert. You know, it's just like uh, this kid's a good player, too. Spoon-fed right there. Now Witherspoon under center. That's Dylan. Spins out to the far side looking for something downfield. There is a yellow flag on the field as Witherspoon will run it to the far side, get it in for a touchdown. The signal across the way comes in for a touchdown, but there is a hold against Windsor. Brings him back. Yep. Wipe that one away. That's the second touchdown tonight, too. Windsor's had called back yep. due to penalty. So um, that's one of those that that happens. You know, the, the linemen hold on to those blocks just a little bit extra whenever the guy rolls out. You know, you're trying to buy more time for your quarterback up front as one of those linemen, and, and that's a common penalty you see uh, in those scramble situations. They're going to place the ball now after the penalty back at about the right on the 20-yard line. So first and 20, first and goal, 20 on yeah, the 20-yard 20 line. 20. Yeah. yeah, not typically where you see a, a goal-to-go situation this far back. But still inside the red zone. Right. They got a few downs to do it. Everyone looks at the wrist. Dylan under center. Actually, not right under center. He's about five yards behind the center. Yeah, they're going to take a shot here, Clay. Takes this a snap. Three receivers wide. out wide. Two on the near side. Big up down the field, a man wide in the open in the back of the end zone, but the ball sells right through the hands of both Peyton, also out there attempting to make that catch for your Greyhounds was, is that number 15? No, that's number 13 out there. That's Cody Combs in the back of the end zone trying to make that catch as well. Unable to do so, ball falls incomplete, brings up second and goal. Yeah, Combs, uh, both those guys were in the area. Uh, as well as Dalton, and that was just one of those plays where had that throw been a little bit more towards the inside, I think Cody probably would have caught it. Two receiver, or two, uh, three under center. Direct snap goes to Dalton. Dalton will cut out to the far side, slip on the grass. He'll fall down at the line of scrimmage as uh, I'm sure that moisture is moving in. And uh, that that. Turf, I'd say turf, but the grass is getting slick out there. Yeah, as the, the night goes on, you get that dew on the grass, and that definitely, uh, you know, that's about the only thing that stopped Dalton tonight. <laughs> you know, the South Callaway players are thankful for that because they're like, man, we don't have to tackle this guy again because you just get tired of chasing him around the field. Over 200 yards, I should say, tonight again for Dalton Witherspoon, but that's just another typical, you know, that's a typical night for him. Yep. Back to pass now, puts one up, Hail Mary style, in the back of the end zone there to try to catch it. Number 21, that is Peyton. Peyton unable to catch the ball in the end zone. 
Uh, he had to come back for it just a little bit, but uh, unable to get to it. Ball falls incomplete. Brings up fourth in 20. Fourth and goal from the 20-yard line. And Windsor's staying aggressive here. I like this from Coach Vinsel. You know, they're not backing off. you still got the first team out there, and you want to get another touchdown, get this up over 40, and, uh, you know, make the score look a little bit more like uh, a Windsor score. Because, you know, it was 26-7, and you knew Windsor had control of the game, but it wasn't, you know, you didn't feel blowout really until you got that last score. And now, boom, you want to get it back up over to your average, which Windsor's averaging about 45 a game. Wow. So, yeah, these Greyhounds – Really looking to get their to their average tonight. They take a timeout uh, here with fourth and goal to go from the 20-yard line, coming up with a play to hopefully get the ball into the end zone and, of course, uh, get that point spread back up to, like you said, Spencer, to their average. Central Missouri Community Credit Union is one of our great sponsors of Windsor Greyhound here on 95.3 KDKD. Also, our good friends at Gary's Towing. Always want to uh, go the extra mile with a helpful smile. And uh, Henry County Library, located here in Windsor as well as in Clinton. T.H. Roger, uh, Roger Lumber Company, Jams Creation and Boutique. Uh, Greg Fraken, your good friend at State Farm, right here located in downtown Windsor. Windsor Furniture Company, another business uh, been in downtown Windsor for many, many years. Thank you to them. Maryfield Pharmacy, located right, right across the street from GVMH here in Windsor. The Boys Car Center, Car Care Center, that is. Two locations, of course, with the downtown location and their other location out off 52. Windsor Farmers Co-op, also Windsor's Livestock Auction, and Rick Fosno over at Rick's Tire Service. Big thanks to all of our sponsors of Windsor Greyhounds right here on 95.3 KDKD. Back out on the field, fourth and 20 to go to the end zone. Here's Windsor with their play. Dylan takes the snap, drops about five yards back on the run to the right side. He rolls out, pitches up in the end zone, knocked out of bounds out there. Number eight for the Bulldogs, getting a hand on it. Assuming that was number nine, Jacob Martin. Martin was able to knock that ball down. Uh, pass falls incomplete. Turnover on downs. The Bulldogs will pick up the ball about the 20-yard line. Yeah, it's really, you know, you got to tip your cap to Callaway there. They kept playing. Uh, that would have been a series where it's, you know, the game's in hand either way. They could have given up and let them score another touchdown, but they didn't, you know, and, and Windsor was really trying to score. They, they were, were trying to score. They weren't throwing yeah, it short. The yeah. whole the whole, uh, the whole whole series there was all passes to the end zone. Yeah, they were taking shots, so that's good coverage. You know, they withstood that onslaught there. But, uh, you know, South Cali, their story has just been their offense. I mean, they've just had a really, really tough time. Uh, Windsor's defense said, oh, we'll spot you a touchdown early, but since then they haven't given hardly anything up. Buckner takes a quick pass out here to the near side to Evan Martin. Martin catches the ball, but he's dropped immediately after the catch. He'll gain about four, three or four on the play. Just love the way Windsor's rallied to the football tonight, Clayton. They have just done a great job uh, team tackling. That defensive front has been stout uh, again. And I think they took it a little bit as an affront, you know, that first series. Yeah. To, to get, they're not used to getting pushed around like that. Like that at the start of the game, Absolutely, no. Absolutely, yeah. And they're like, man, we, we got to turn it up a notch. So that, I think, was good motivation. Uh, they, they've really been able to blitz quite a bit tonight. They've put several guys in the box. We've seen seven, eight-man fronts most of the game for Windsor. Second and nine, Hensel takes the snap, goes to the far side on the swing option, and it was brought down after a game about three so it's going to be about three and manageable here. We'll see what they're able to do. Three and five. 
from the 23-yard line deep in their own territory. Nope, they just updated that, didn't they, from the 26-yard line. Bulldogs looking to finish strong the way they started. Buckner takes the snap, puts a man in motion. Back to throw it here to the near side. Receiver comes open, wide open on the near side. I shouldn't say wide open, but open enough to get the catch was was Martin. Martin caught it, put his head down, and drove up the field for about three yards. Big play, nice pass play there on that little uh, draw crossing route there from Martin and able to make uh, Pollock's yards pick up the first. Yeah, just the fifth completion tonight for Buckner. I mean, it's been tough sledding throwing the ball, but that was a good little out route. Had the timing that time. And Buckner had the time in the backfield, like you said, to get the ball off. Under center. Man in motion. Quick pass. Oh, look out. Oh, look out. Yeah, you're exactly right. There to make the catch, number seven, that's Christian Davis. But as soon as he caught it, he is driven back for a loss of about two on the play. Yeah, Buckner about got Davis really hurt there. Those are some dangerous passes when that ball's in the air and those flat routes, that corner's charging right in on that play and bearing down on it. And uh, that's really hard for the receiver to make that catch because you know he hears those footsteps from that defender. Second and seven, or excuse me, second and 12 from the 27, 37, excuse me. Fumble, ball's on the ground. Everyone's going back to get it, and back there to fall on it is Buckner. But, man, I tell you what, Buckner had a real hard time keeping a hold of that ball. You think that ball's getting a little uh, wet out there as well? Yeah, it is, but that you know we've seen that all night from South Callaway. I mean, they've had a tough time hanging on to the ball. That transaction from center to quarterback. Yeah. I mean, they fumbled the ball probably actually about seven times tonight, but they've been fortunate to recover uh, all of those. All of them, it, yeah. It's kind of odd how most of uh, the mistakes have been fumbles, and Windsor hasn't recovered a fumble, but they have had two picks. You would have thought that w- they would have been able to at least recover one as many times as they right. put the ball on the ground. So bring up third and long, extra long here, third and 22 to go. Flag looks like they may be going... Delay a game, actually, backwards even further. Yeah. Yeah, just two steps forward and nine steps back. I mean, it's just been that kind of night. Uh, Callaway, you know, they've moved the ball a little bit. They haven't just been, you know, stopped dead in their tracks every play. They've had positive yardage, but they just have not been able to keep it going and turn that into points. You know, they get a positive play, then there's a fumble snap, or then there's a penalty. Uh, So it's just been a, a very tough night. Ball's placed on the 20. Buckner takes a snap. Third and 27 to go. He's runs out of the backfield. He's flushed out of the pocket. Still pumping, but he's beyond the line of scrimmage. And Windsor's there to bring him down. That's Dustin Johnson. And who else in there with him? None other than 57, I believe, 57, Terry. 57, yeah. uh, Corbin Terry, yeah. Terry. Yeah, Terry's had a bunch of plays tonight. And that was just a, an easy sack there. You love that when the quarterback steps up and then you get him flushed out and you can just come down and, and – make a nice open field sack, and good downfield coverage as well by Windsor. Ball's on the 20-yard line, 27 to go on this fourth down, and they're going for it deep in their own territory. No, they, it looks like they Oh, no, punt. okay, yeah. yeah, they got a punter back there. Yep. I was going to say, you had me worried there for no, a minute. No, yeah. I, I did not see him. I thought he was yeah. official. Oh, oh, but he pulls up. He pulls up from the punt, 
and he sacked in the backfield. Oh. My goodness. Oh, Just man. creamed. I mean, he's flattened like a steamroller, rolled over, brings down, and he's sacked about the 10-yard line. Man. Oh. I yeah. tell you what, this was uh Yeah, that was not intentional. A broken play. Yeah, it was a broken play. Again, problems with the exchange on the snap, and he just tried to run, and, and there was no outrunning that left side over there. Windsor, good job converging and wrapping up. Put up the construction cones right there because <laughs> this game is over. Road closed right there. They came through and leveled them. Building something new from the 10-yard line, first and 10 for your Greyhounds. Starting 11 still out there. Hands it off to number 18 to run it up the middle. Parker Craig, haven't called his name for a while, but he is up the middle for about one or two. Brings up second in seven. We'll see where the ball is placed. Can't quite see from here. Yeah, it's actually second and goal, I think. Second, well, yeah. second and goal. Second and goal from on, the seven. Yeah. From the seven. Yep. And this is where Coach Vincent, he's just trying to get up over 40 here. Uh, that's why the varsity's still in, and you want to get one more Dalton Dalton and juking and jiving in the backfield. He comes this way, goes back the other way. Man, he's just a salt shaker right there, back and forth, and he puts it into the end zone. Run all over the field. He went this way, he went that way, he went the right way. He got it into the end zone for another Greyhound touchdown. Yeah, they just got Parker Craig, though, for blocking the back. Blocking the back. Yeah, you can right. see that one coming, too. As soon as Dalton cut back around that right corner, uh, Parker tried to adjust and get kind of get out of the way, but it was too late and uh, got him in the back. When you have all that traffic in the backfield, you know every once in a while uh, 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 a traffic cone gets in the way. That's and right. that, That's yeah. unfortunately the case. Yeah. So backs him up just a little bit, but it will bring up once again a second down. Yeah, third touchdown tonight, Clay, that's been wiped off due to penalty. Yeah. So, I mean, there's been you know several points left on the table tonight for Windsor. I mean, we were saying in break just with the two-point conversions alone that they've missed, it could be a 50-point game uh, Second and already. goal. Right, second and goal. Ball's placed on the 24. V formation. Witherspoon under center. Snaps it out here to Dylan. Dylan rolls to the near side. Looking for someone downfield. Finds it. Unloads. Back of the end zone. Right there was... Witherspoon on the reception, but coming across the field was a defender for the Bulldogs, unable to make the connection. I think that was a defender there. Or, excuse me, I think that was Witherspoon. I still can't quite see a number. His jersey's kind of wrinkled up. I think that was Cody Combs there in the backfield trying to make that catch. But there's a penalty on the field, and it looks like it's against the defense. So 15-yard penalty, so it looks like the Bulldogs will get a few extra there and replay second down. Ball will be placed on the nine-yard line, second and nine, or second and goal from the nine. After the penalty, man, the penalties have really hurt Hurt the Bulldogs quite a bit here tonight. Witherspoon hands it off to Dalton. Dalton heads out to the far side. Heads north towards the goal line, and he goes out to about the three-yard line. Doesn't quite, I think he stretched out there, but he's not Stretch Armstrong. Couldn't quite reach it all the way, but goes out about the two- or three-yard line. Yeah, I guess, or South Callaway, they're doing a good job up front still. I mean, they're fighting. They're doing a... You know, they're making Windsor work for this. I mean, Windsor's just, they've not been able to just march it in no. uh, twice here when they've had the ball deep in the red zone, uh, you know, just trying to get 
over the 40-point plateau, and they're not making it easy at all. Third goal here, looks like. So this is the option play, probably going to go back to Dalton. Yep. Dylan hands it off to Dalton. Dalton waltzes into the background. Jeez, another flag. But a flag flies in. Wow. Right into the back of the end zone, but a flag comes flying in before he gets into the end zone. So we'll see what the call is. Who is it against? White Cap comes out, middle of the field, pushing the back against the Greyhound. So another touchdown called back. Yeah, and this is something Coach Vinsel certainly can't be very happy about at all. I mean, you know, you're just you're trying to get uh, another touchdown on the board, and you know he he can't be happy with his first team here. Did this, you see a lot of that last year? A lot of these penalties? Oh no, no, not certainly not in the red zone. Okay, and, but at, at the end of a game like this, you know, you want to go out sharp. Obviously, you're going to win this game, but uh, this is something that Coach Vinsel uh, he he's going to want discipline and focus to stay here right towards the end of this game. Three minutes left to go in the ball game. 39-7, your Greyhounds with the lead and knocking on the door once again. Hands off to Dalton. Dalton will cut and make a snap. He sees the end zone. He goes all the way in here to the near side from a 13-yard run play. 13 yards. Bulldogs, or excuse me, Greyhounds put the points on the board here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, had to wait a little bit there, but, boy, that was a beautiful cut by Dalton. Read that perfectly. Set up his blocks, cut to the inside, then back out to the left. And that's what his third touchdown tonight, I believe, Clayton. Dalton's? No, Dalton's one, two, three, four, four five. Five. Well, one of those was Dylan, though. You <laughs> may, you, no, no, no. Dylan Dylan had a pick six yeah, in there. Okay, so that's not including Dylan. Yeah, it's not including Dylan. Okay. Wow. Field goal kick. Kick is up, and it's good. PAT good for... The Greyhounds, they decide to uh, abandon the two-point conversion, just go with the PAT. They picked it up that time. Two minutes left to go here in the ball game. 46-7 is the score. When we come back after this 30-second timeout, we'll have a running clock to end this thing here tonight in Windsor for their 2021 homecoming back in 30. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Yeah, back here at Windsor High School, Clay Radford with Spencer Edwards as we're looking over the uh, the scoring sheet. The Windsor has put seven touchdowns on the board tonight, and uh, the Bulldogs only able to manage one on the very on their very first drive of the ball game. And uh, five of those rushing, I think, by Dalton tonight as well. He did have the one halfback pass. Yes, you're so right. To Hall, he Hall had credit, the touchdown. Yeah, he gets credit for sort of six, but five rushing over 270 yards rushing for Dalton in the game. Number back to receive it for the Bulldogs, number 29. That's Hensel, catches the ball. He brings it up to about the 35-yard line is where the Bulldogs will probably start their final drive of tonight's contest. Running clock here in the final three minutes. We're down below two now. First and ten from the 34-yard line. Yeah, probably going to be an all-JV finish here. I know uh, Windsor, they've got their JV defense in now, so Coach Vinsel is just trying to get to that running clock and, uh, get some of these youngsters in the game. And we saw them, of course, last week up at Cass Midway. 
taking the set, uh, taking the snap and pitching it out there. There's the far side running all the way across the field. It's Fortner once again against this JV defense, but they stopped them after a gain of about 11. Pushed out of bounds over there by Williams. Williams was able to shift and able to get him over there and push him out. That's Levi, number 26. Bulldogs will snap it with under a minute to go here in the ball game from their own 45. Buckner hands it to the first man through. That's cutting across the field, number nine, Martin. Martin will make the move, cut back up the center, make a spin move, and is finally brought down at about the Greyhounds 35-34 yard line. Big play there for the Bulldogs. But a little too late as we're right at 30 seconds left in tonight's contest. Like you mentioned, Spencer, going against a Hound JV defense out there. Yeah, we'll see if the Hound JVD can keep them out of the end zone, but uh, they, blows. they still have their first team out there. Whistle blows and the clock continues to run. I don't think they'll have enough time to be able to place it and get it going. Yeah, I don't know why the clock stopped there, honestly. They stopped it with 15.4, but I don't know that it should have stopped on that. Should it? Uh, it's a defensive, on, on defensive penalty. penalty so a defensive penalty. Yeah, defensive yeah. penalty. Now they start the clock. They have enough time for yeah. maybe one more snap if they hurry. Under 10 seconds. Your Greyhounds with the victory here tonight, 46-7. to They get the snap off for one final play. Pitching out to the far side, that's number 13. Fortner making the run down the field before he's pushed out of bounds. And the buzzer will sound your Greyhounds win homecoming for 2021 by the final score, 46-7. to I tell you what, it's been exciting to watch these Greyhounds play here tonight after being on the road for three games, coming back home for a homecoming, and putting those points on the board here tonight. It's been fun, Spencer. Absolutely, sure has, and 46-7. Uh, going away, this game was close early. Uh, closest point it was was 7-8, but then Windsor uh, rips off 35 unanswered and a, a typical Windsor performance as we saw most of this game. Did have some penalties, did yep. have a few miscues there late in the red zone, even though they ended up scoring there. So I, I know Coach Vinsel, he's always going to be motivating them, always going to say, hey, we got to do better, we got to stay focused. Here's we, what we have to work on. Right, we can't just walk in and, and go through the motions. And, and expect to win. Right. Right, and as you get, you know, as we get later here, and we get to playoff football, that's going to become more and more important. But uh, yeah, another great win, five and zero, take care, taking care of business right here. Absolutely, and, and it's been a lot of fun watching these Greyhounds. Uh, I've had a chance to come and spend a few games with you here lately, and Doug Neff will be back with you next week uh, to call the game. Or no, you'll be by yourself next week. No, Doug will be with you. Yeah, Doug will be with yeah, you Fri next week. Friday, yeah, Friday, Doug yeah. will be with you to call the game again. Um, but I have been really enjoyed it because I didn't get a chance to see them last year on their state run, and uh, they're really a powerhouse team. And I tell you what, uh, spoon-fed <laughs> Doug is Doug is 100% right about that. This is a Weatherspoon machine between Dylan under center, Dalton in the backfield, and you get Peyton in the mix as well. Um, these kids are great, as well as the other kids. I mean, you got other big names out there like Combs, J.J. Hall, and also you got Roberts making some big, uh, plays out there as well. And then on defensive side, you have Cole Hess. You also have Corbin Terry, Dustin Johnson, and uh, Coleman Fowler, all of them doing a great job on both sides of the ball, really making big plays all around the board. And also we called Parker Craig 
a few times here tonight as well. Yeah, it's a team effort, and you know we know what the Witherspoon boys can do, but you don't want to lose sight of the fact there there's other players on this team. You know, and Parker Craig, JJ Hall, as you said, Combs. You know, they they're a part of this team, and they're and, making plays and touchdowns as well. Absolutely, but you know, anytime you're putting up over 600 yards of total offense and 45 average and 45 a game, you've got other players than just two guys. Yeah, and, and we saw it again on full display tonight. Uh, just fun to watch, big plays. Uh, and, and it just breeds the excitement. You've got more of a passing team. I think, you know, we watch through the year, what does the identity of a team become? I think it, this, you'd have to say this Windsor offense leans pass okay, yeah. more so than run at this point, but they can do both. But Dalton in the backfield, can, can yeah. he can take it to the left and turn around yeah. and take it to the right, and you don't well, know where he, they're going with yeah, it. Yeah, he hits one or two runs, and just like that, you're almost 200 yards rushing. <laughs> so you look you look at his final stat line, and you say, well, man, this is maybe a, a run-dominant team. Well, they're about as balanced of a team as you're going to see. And uh, that's what takes teams to the championships right. is both balance on right. uh, the run pass as well as defense. As defense, yeah. Defense was great. Uh, D-line played really well. Well, granted, you're playing against pretty much a one-dimensional team. Right. You know, uh, South Callaway didn't have a lot of passing ability. Uh, they only completed four passes. Two passes were picked tonight. So keep that in mind. It's easier to play against a one-dimensional team where you can load the box, put eight men in the, on the line of scrimmage, blitz, take away their run game. But it takes nothing away from the defense because they basically pitched back-to-back shutouts now right. uh, in two weeks in a row. So they're... They're on fire. I think they're going to look around the state. People are going to say, well, there's Windsor again, 5-0. and uh, This team, again, is a force to be reckoned with. They know they're on a mission. They want to get back to the state championship game. Absolutely. And next week is going to be uh, uh, just just another game for them. I mean, unfortunately, uh, it's home game for them. Will, uh, Wilmington, Napoleon comes in here. Unfortunately for Wellington, Napoleon. <laughs> unfortunately, exactly. Yeah. It's got to be a home game. I feel home sorry for Wellington, Napoleon. And, and, and the crowd here, big, of course, it's homecoming tonight, so the crowd's a little bit larger than normal. But still, yeah. everybody of the city of Windsor comes out and supports these guys as a uh, uh, State championship team, they're they're looking like another one this year. No question. Well, Spencer, uh, appreciate you joining me here tonight. Glad I could have a, 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 a spree with you here. Um, of course, Cass Midway last week and Southern Callaway this week uh, as the Greyhounds are playing some great football. Glad to be a part of it this year with you. Of course, uh, uh, big thanks to Brian back in the studio for keeping us going here tonight. Um, any final any final things that we want to say before we get to Cardinal football on Monday night? Uh, I don't think so. Just another great performance. want to thank all the fans. Uh, if you're turning us on as you're leaving, thanks for coming out. Uh, it was a beautiful night. Uh, had the homecoming ceremony and this Windsor team. I mean, who wouldn't want to watch this team? I oh, mean, absolutely. It's so fun. If, if you're in the area and you just like football, you know, you don't even have to really be a Windsor fan. Just come on and watch this team because they are uh, exciting uh, they've got the, that feeling that you love around a program. Yeah. I mean, coming off state title, uh, it's just great, you know. It's enjoyable football. You can watch it um, from 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 the stands or you can listen to it on the radio. Either way, we try to make it as, as fun as possible on the radio as well. We, we joke, we laugh, we have a good time. We don't take ourselves too serious. We like to give you uh, the action as we see it. Of course, uh, when, when you're when you're calling a Windsor game and, and the score is is the way it is, you don't have to create artificial excitement. Exactly, sure. it's just yeah. there. It's, it's fun to it's watch. There, it's, yeah. it's fun to see, and then you kind of start rooting for the other guy just because <laughs> yeah. when they get a, when they get yeah. a drive and they're trying to get a touchdown, yeah, and you, you, it's like, come on, let's get this game a little bit closer. You but kind of feel sorry for some of these teams. Some of you them, know, you know, going yeah. up against the powerhouse of Windsor. You know, for sure. Um, once again, big thank you to all of our great sponsors for bringing you. Windsor football right here on 95.3 Katie Katie all season long. Rick's Tire Service, Windsor Livestock Auction, Windsor Farmers Co-op,
the Boys Car Care Center, Maryfield Pharmacy, Windsor Furniture Company, State Farm Agent Greg Franken, Jams Creation and Boutique, T.H. Roger Lumber, Henry County Library, Gary's Towing, and Central Missouri Community Credit Union in Warrensburg. Big thanks to all of our sponsors for bringing you Windsor Greyhound football right here on 95.3 Katie Katie. For Spencer Edwards, I'm Clay Rafford and Brian Fry back in the studio. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you, and go Greyhounds.